The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 Probably like five of us at Remedial Swim. And uh, my man Dixon, like he was, he was my homie, right? So uh, me and Dixon, like always talking to each other. And we was, you know, everybody was leaving. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how when you're at Remedial Swim with yeah, your group, yeah. it, is, it dwindles down. So it started off as like five, six of y'all. And then it's like three of y'all. Then it's like, <laughs> you know, so me and Dixon was the last two. Yeah. And um we was and I'm like, all right, we just gonna ride to the end. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna do it for as long as you do it, man. You know, so they you know, you gotta jump in that water, you do the same test every day. You get to that point where you do the test. Yeah. So I'm prone floating. Um, and I like after like two minutes, because you got prone float for like five minutes. After like two minutes, I realized that like I'm good. Like I'm a, I'm gonna make it up out this bitch. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. So I'm, I'm good like i'm like oh shit because the swim at, after you learn how to swim the backstroke and all that that's easy you know you're gonna swim because yeah. you got prone float float first so i'm prone float. i'm like oh shit i'm good i see dixon like, like struggling struggling real struggling. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like yo i'm out like dixon yo i'm done i'm done baby so, so i left dixon ass oh, dixon man. had to go to remedial swim on his own man i think like yeah. the next day he made it like he probably was like yo i'm tired yeah. of this shit you know, but that, 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 <laughs> I had let to me, get the Hey, so let me tell you about my remedial swim, though, man. I, I got to kind of like, so at first they was telling me that I had to do it during my service week, right? Yeah. At first they were saying that. But then I end up, some kind of way they end up sit, sending me like every day for a little while. Yeah. So I was going like every day. <laughs> and dude, I was having fun over there. You know what I'm saying? In the water, like messing with these guys. These guys were showing us, you know, what we need to do. And then at the end, when I got, you know, did the little prongs thing or whatever, and then he said, the only thing you got to do is go to the end of this pool and come back. Yeah. Anyway, just go down there and come back yeah, and you good. Yeah, just go. All you got to do and is guess what? Man, I got him. And then I was on my back. And I already could swim a little bit on my back anyway. I just couldn't, I just yeah. couldn't go, you know, whatever. So, dude, I got in there, man. Went back to that. It was so smooth and so easy down there and back. Man, he's like, all right, you good. And that was like the end of my remedial thing, man. So it was. So how long was you in remedial for? Dude, it wasn't long. I'm talking about like probably less than a week. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah we was going, like, like we had to get yeah. threatened. Like, it's like, yo, y'all got to get up out of here, else y'all going back. I'm like, oh, I'm not uh, going back. You know, they'll ask more your ass for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. we get. But I was a section leader, too. Mm-hmm. I was a section leader in boot camp. So, you know, you're in charge of your whole. So, you know me. I'm like a pseudo perfectionist almost right so it's like my shit gotta be perfect so my rack was perfect all the mm-hmm. time like everything corners everything but my section another yeah. thing about me that i that i had to learn to book at was i'm gonna leave you behind man like i'm not <laughs> like my section some of them dudes was trash it was this dude named buster that was completely trash all the time right and buster that's my guy but um his rack was always bad and that used to i was i weighed i weighed more than i was supposed to too so they was trying to work me out and they used to make me drop all the time for buster rack and in those times buster used to i never really was mad at him but he used to piss me off about his rack 
I found out later in A school when we was chilling together, Buster told me, he was like, yo, you know, I used to like mess my rack up on purpose because I like seeing them work you out, man. You look like you were struggling so much. I'm like, yeah, this is fucking bad. <laughs> Buster about to get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Buster, my guy, though, but Buster was uh, tripping, man. Buster's, Buster's Jamaican tripping. boy, my, my, my boy, man. That's oh, what's stuff. up, man? Yeah, going? man. Hey, first, man, hey, let's welcome everybody to another episode, man. Permission yeah. to speak freely. What's up? What's right? up? So yeah, man. I had um, I had a pretty good week, man. Well, I won't say it was pretty good, but I had this one little thing that happened to me that kind of took me out the game, man. I had to to go out, get a room, and all type of stuff, man. Um, I had Virginia, a right. No, 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 no. Here oh, at home. Okay. So I had a a, a water leak, man, in, out in the front. So. You know, whatever we call, you know, the, the city, whatever city comes out. And we find mm-hmm. out the leak is on the water meter itself. Mm-hmm. Right. So that so the the plumber comes, the first plumber from city say, hey, we don't own this. We don't own a, none of this inside your community because I'm got a gated community. We own everything outside a gated community. So I said, OK. So I call HOA. HOA say, hey, the city own it. You know, so they both blaming each other. So what I do is I go put them both on the phone. Me personally, I put them both on. I, I put them both on the phone, right? So they argue for a few minutes on the phone, and then yeah. the city, I guess, wins. So the HOA talking to me, so HOA end up sending a guy out. So then the guy comes out and he say, "Hey, that's on the meter. We don't. I don't touch meters. I'm a plumber. I don't. Yeah. I don't do meters, right?" So I call HOA back, and guess what, dude? From from having this. No water Friday. Guess when I got water back in my house, man? What? Tuesday. Cause it was doing the Fourth of July weekend, so I ain't had no oh. water. So you ain't cook out or nothing on the Fourth. Nope. Of That's nope. crazy. And then I, I had like then that, then I had to get a room because we ain't couldn't even take showers and, and do anything, yeah. man. So then end up the Tuesday HOA the city whatever they just put my put a whole new meter in. So now and then on top of all that, man, I had a, got a bill about a month or two ago. Was two thousand dollars water Ooh, bill because of the leak? Yeah, because of the leak, right? Because, but I didn't know that because the lady yeah. said you got a two thousand dollar bill, so you must got a leak in your in your house somewhere. Yeah. So sometimes it could be your toilet, sometimes it could be all this stuff. So I'm like, man, I can't find no leak nowhere. So I guess I got to pay this bill regardless because this is subcontracted out. So they don't do none of this stuff. They just know I got a bill, you know. So I hadn't, I started paying the bill. You know what I mean? I ain't paid it all at once, but I started paying on it or whatever, and now. I told them they need to re- they need to look at this shit again because yeah. this leak was a deteriorated meter. So that shit been leaking over time, man. So Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens though. How's your week, man? It's, it's crazy. I mean, just on that though, it's crazy that like we pay these people like HOA and all of them. We pay them money and then when it's time for them to do anything, it's a problem, man. Dude, you don't even like, know like, how mad I was, dude. Like, you know how mad I was, man. Like, it's I was crazy. Like, mad. like we give like insurance. That's I, I really I'm I'm an insurance hater or whatever. But like we give all these people all this money, and then when one thing happens and it's time for them to do something, it's a big fucking issue, yeah. man. Yeah. Um sorry, I might curse more than I intend to today. But um the another thing about that is uh we had the same we had like a leak in our house. Our bill went up to like four fifty. Our water bill, but my wife, man, is you know is who she is to try to find some some way of getting out of spending or paying some money. She wound up putting us on a payment plan or whatever. She hit them up. She was like, "Hey, 
we think we got a leak. Is it anything y'all could do to subsidize this or whatever? And they was like, yes. And then when y'all find a leak, we'll square away the money, how much you actually owe. So you might be able to talk to them and let them yeah. know you had a oh, leak. Oh, no, no. They are. They looking into it. So hopefully okay. they take that whole bill off. So hopefully. Okay. And then right before the 4th of July on a, right before, well, we had a housewarming on the 3rd. So right before our housewarming on the 2nd of July, um, we found a leak in our guest room. Um, and that's like really like crazy to find a leak in your guest room right before your housewarming. But yep. we found a leak in the guest room. It's like a slab leak. That's what I think it is. It's a slab leak. It's water just like the, the floor is covered yeah, in water. So we, we got somebody coming to take a look at that as well. Yeah. I called my plumber, my like resident plumber. He's like, yeah, just, just, you know, cut a hole through the wall and check. And I'm like, man, I saw way too many horror movies where people start cutting their house up. The dad go crazy. <laughs> he the first one to get abducted oh, by man. the ghost. So oh, now nah, I was like, goodness. nah, I was like, let me just get a professional out here to look at it. But that's probably going to cost us thousands. Oh yeah. You know, Most definitely. I ain't, well, I don't even want to get into that. Like all the money that it costs when that's a whole nother episode talking yeah. to these young people who plan on buying a house. All oh, yeah. the money that it costs when your tree, when your roots up to your shoulders, when your hot water heater go out, when you might need all you. stuff on your roof, all that stuff costs money yep. and it hits you hard. Meanwhile, you're trying to furnish your crib. Mm -hmm. It's so much stuff. But this week, remember um, last year, I talked about my knee having a problem. Yeah. I finally made it to medical, man. That's good, man. Yeah, That's I finally good. made it to medical. Um, you know, they hit me with it. We we not going to do no radio no radiology. Um, I knew that was coming. I was kind of bitter with it. I'm like, man, I've I had experience like this before. They told me they wasn't going to do radiology, and um, come to find out, my my knee was torn in three different places. Um, she was like, so what you want? Do you want radiology? Then I was like, damn, it's that easy to get radiology? Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. like so I told her I was like, no, I go with the physical therapy. She's like, all right, this is what we gonna do. We gonna work together. I'm gonna give you 30 days at physical therapy. And if by the 30 days you still got the same issues, then we're going to go ahead and do the MRI. She just like, I just don't want to put both your knees in the radiology. Then she tried it. Then she hit me with the, you know, uh, like what we might see when we look at it is just the general thing we see when people, you know, starting to get up in age. I'm surprised. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. free, man. Don't tell me that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I know, I know it's been some time I probably ran more than I'm supposed to run after the first knee injury and yeah. shit like that. So I probably need to uh, um, dial it back. I just ran this morning. So I probably needed to dial it back a little bit. I know you yeah. probably saw that come through your iPhone. Yeah, I got... I know you've seen it, probably been seeing less workouts from me covering it through your iPhone too, <laughs> but I'm trying as hard, man. Yeah, Sometimes man. Especially so I going back to work. Yeah, and they always and they always say they want to do things outside of like, like you know they you, we want to give you time to work out, but it's always something going on outside of whatever the scope of the working hours is. Oh yep. yeah, we're gonna do this conference call. Like, always. Like, damn, that was when I was gonna work out. You know what I'm saying? So always. You gotta work out super early. So now it's like, yeah. all right, if I want to work out, I have to work out at four. Like if I want to, and I don't gotta be to work till nine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if I want to work out, I gotta work out at four. Back home by seven showering and ready to go so i could go to work and the gym on base now though they just reopened it like fully so we might be straight yeah that's good that's good that's pretty much it like i said i had the housewarming uh had the family over that was cool july 3rd uh pops came through he cooked the meat that he made i mean he cooked the meat that he bought 
left the meat that I bought in the fridge and he slid the hell up out the crib. He said, yo, I'm out. He, wow. said, he, just said, he said, yo, he said, yo, should I just cook all that meat? Like this, it was, all this plan was, all, he's like, should I just cook all that meat, Don? I'm like, nah, dad, you know what I'm saying? We, we, you good, we could just hold off till more people come. He's like, I'm gonna make the steak. So he made the steak. It was still some brats, some pork sausages, some Italian. Mm. He was like, yo, I'm gonna take a shower real quick. He took a two hour shower. After his two-hour shower, he was dapping me up like, "Yo, I'm out, I'm out." I'm like, yo, what's up with that sausage? What's up with that sausage in there? But yo, he came through. He came through. He bought some food. He bought his own food. He cooked. He whatever. Shout out to the Reading Terminal. They got the best turkey sausage ever, mm. and uh, they gave it to my dad. And he and he he came through on that grill, man. So that was, was a great definitely, time, man. That's yeah, good that was stuff, a great time. man. That's good stuff. So did y'all like do anything for the fourth? If y'all were if y'all was uh you was in a hotel with your whole family yeah man we ain't do too much man we we was chilling um i i got a chance to put some like some um burgers and dogs and things like that on there but it's not my normal you know routine when it comes to barbecuing man i normally go all out on yeah, those was it on like the grill at the hotel yeah bought some oh, little okay. tacos so out there went out there did some little stuff they had, they had a little, little stuff out there but it wasn't all, you know, I got a Traeger, man, so I, I normally be on my Traeger doing my thing, man, but it's <laughs> so all that good, was like man. going thing, down to the, you know? that was like going down to the sticks using the yeah, regular man. grill. It was, what yeah. was it, the regular propane? No, it was a, it was a charcoal. Chocolate. It had one of them, like, one is like, built out of the ground. It's been there forever. You got to scrub to clean it before you start. Put some oh, luma foil over the top of it. Yeah. And I don't even normally cook luma foil on top of my Take grill, the so. dead rat yeah. out the dog. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> All that good stuff. Uh, but, I mean, at least y'all was able to, you know, enjoy something. Did you make sausage? I know you make some, you know. Yeah, well, we always do the brat thing. You know, you're gonna always going to yeah. do your brats. You're always going to do your dogs, burgers, and stuff like that. But... Man, you so know, I didn't really do my chicken, I ain't do my yeah. ribs, I ain't do my, you know, tri-tip, I ain't do none of that. Dang, and, 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 it good, and the thing about it, though, with all that, all the food and stuff, man, is where your, 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 your kids, man, they look forward to it. Like yeah, my yeah, kids, yeah. When, when I get on that grill, man, they, they really know they, I'm finna eat today. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, I look forward to it. Yeah, man. Next man. time, let me know next time you're gonna fire that yeah, thing up, man. man. I might have to fly out there, man. I'm telling you, you gotta fire <laughs> that thing up. But um, uh, at work, one of the things that's been going on is I've been working by myself. I work by myself, so yeah. uh, we talk about it. Uh, we talked about it a few times so far. But I'm I'm Adco, um, a regional Adco, and um, I'm not saying a region purposely. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a regional Adco. That's alcohol and drug control officer. Yeah. And um, if if you didn't hear it already, um, I work with the DAPAs and the UPCs. So we do. Uh, self-assessments on their programs, make sure that everything is running in accordance with the instruction um, on, for both the UPC program and uh, um, DAPA program. And believe it or not, man, it's new information about both these programs like every single week, right? So the people in Millington, um, uh, OpNav, people in Millington, all, all, all over CNIC, it's all over. We get like really good information every week about the alcohol and the drug program. So there's no shortage of information or resources in any of these programs if anybody's interested in it. But in doing this now, I don't have a division, right? So it's junior sellers around me. I see them. Uh, some of the dabblers are first classes, but um, it's more... Um, you know, you, you want your DAPAs to be chiefs and above, and you yeah. want your UPCs to be chiefs and above. That's actually in the instruction. It's recommended. 
if your UPC is not a chief, then every uh, month or so you need a chief to go and inspect that that program. So um, I don't really get to interact that much with junior sellers. So I love talking to like the first class dappers and stuff like that. Um, and then the junior sellers that come around, I, we got a semio at my command. That's a first class. So, you know, I'm always helping him out, giving him some stuff, stuff like that. Like, you know, I want to see him, you know, grow and shine. But it's like almost I got to I'm like like trying to. You know, the troll bridge, like 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 the old like fairy tales or whatever, where like people walk over the troll bridge and the troll come out reaching for something. That's me. <laughs> I'm like a troll, man. Like I'm, I see a junior seller and I want to grab him up like, hey, come yeah, to my you, office. What you do? <laughs> like, come to my office. So but they come and we talk and I'm like, yeah, I'm EMC, you know, but like they don't have to see me. It's no reason why they have to. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I might go a long time without seeing them, man. I, it was like a breath of fresh air just seeing some junior sellers um, at the pizza, uh, the pizza truck the other day, just talking to them, having a, you know, a good time. Yeah. So to, to kind of shorten this, to make a long story less long, um, that's the one thing that um, I do miss about, uh, my last job being on sea duty. And this is the first time in my career that I didn't have a division. This is the first time in my career. I didn't have a quarters where I was either, um, standing, um, looking at my leadership or standing, looking at my junior sellers. This is the first time ever. Um, it's different. Um, it's definitely something that I got to like reach and take some collaterals just to be able to interact with some of the junior sellers and stuff like that. But you know, yeah. I, I'll get over that pain of not having junior sellers. Oh yeah, man. I, I still tell you reach one out to them. Yeah. It's hard though, man. Like even for me, I don't have junior juniors. I got one first class and everybody else is like, you know, chief and above, but it's hard, man, because everybody yeah. kind of like take care of their own shit. You don't have to like worry about them that much. And then you got this 50% manning thing going on. So you, you kind of don't see them. I, like I go to office every day, of course, but they don't have to. So I kind of don't see everybody like every day. I mean, I talk to them pretty much every day because they got to check in and stuff like that if they don't come to work that day. Um, but it's most definitely one of those things where I'm so used to talking to junior sailors every day. I'm so used to not just talking about Navy stuff, talking about life, life stuff, man. You know what I mean? Things that they can do or things they want to do, the questions they ask. Like, I don't have none of that interaction. The only interaction I got now is like, some of the junior sailors may hit me up on Facebook and ask me something or something on Instagram yeah. or something. But the interaction of seeing sailors, because I'm, man, when I was on the ship, man, somebody was always knocking on my door, man, you know, coming in and want to talk about something. Even if it's just right. to say hi, what you doing or whatever, it's something we was talking about, you know? So you most definitely um, think about that stuff, man. And I ain't going to lie, if I had more time in, I probably, I ain't going to lie, dude, I probably wouldn't do three years here. At my, at yeah. my command, I probably yeah. would cut it short and go back to sea. Go back to us, yeah, um, but ship. yeah, man, because I'm a I'm a go 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 guy, and I and right now I go on ships and do inspections, but it's still not the same. I talk to sailors when I go on ships. Yeah, you though. get yeah you get the yeah, interaction. Get the interaction, but yeah, man. But, but but what you what you just said though brings me to a different question. Um, you was talking about uh, it being a lot of khaki there and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you think Do you think that uh, it's more pressure and i don't mean pressure in the terms of like you feel the pressure but i mean pressure in the terms of like independence and responsibility do you think it's more um pressure at on khakis that's brand new at commands that's uh a majority 
khaki our civilian kind of group uh as far as their indoctrination to the command like do you think that it's harder for them because there's nobody there that's showing them the rope and it's the ropes and it's more expected of them to already know things you on it then does that question make sense I know yeah it, it does um and it is man i mean i, I will say it it'll, it would have to be hard if you a brand new chief um that's there yeah. you're trying to establish yourself but i feel like if you it's different though if you made chief there though because they already know what you know no 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 you no, no. You, you're you, not gonna, you 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 a brand you've been you already been a chief our senior chief and you yeah just check into a new command. Let's say you go from uh, sea duty to shore duty. Reason why I say sea duty to shore duty because most of the systems that on sea duty are the same. Yeah, so yeah. like your your email system is the same. Are y'all getting that flank speed stuff? Yeah, man. You you already okay. got it. I, I, for some reason, I'm having issues like yeah, getting into issues, flank speed, which, which I'm gonna be working with that next year. I got set up the symposium, so I'm gonna be working with that flank speed stuff. And you trying to get you it. in flank speed already? Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm already in it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah, like so stuff like that. Like you know, yeah. when you go to a, you go to a ship though. Mostly all of the systems the same. Like the the how you order or whatever, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But you go to a, a, a shore duty, it might be completely different. Like for instance, for me, everything is different. Like um, I don't, we don't have like a share drive. We got something called a G two that I don't know how to navigate. Like I'm still trying to learn how to navigate. But yeah. I just think like you know for like. It's not expected for me not to know how to navigate this shit. Like it's like, hey, just go on a G two and do this and do that. It's like, yo, I've never know been no on G2. a G two before. <laughs> like, like yeah. I don't know how to look yeah. through the G two. You know, so it is people that so it is people that's that's gonna help you yeah. if you ask for help. But it's not enough people that just like like um naturally understand that you probably don't know what you're doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and I feel like this too though, man, when I when I Cause a lot of stuff I like, it's still stuff at work now. I may not understand or know the in ins and outs of it, but it's like this with me now. At this at this stage in my career, right? It's like this when someone tells me I have to to get some done and it's in here. That's probably mm-hmm. when I'm going into it and look at it, right? Yeah. And then I'm gonna learn it and I'm gonna know it before I present it. Yes, I mean that's just one yeah. part of it. But I'm not, you know, trying to go to another command and try to because now at this command now. I got other people working with for me or with me, but it's like I am mostly a DC inspector. I've been doing this DC inspection stuff for a long time, even though I did ATG before, but it, DC is DC, yeah. you know, so I don't have to learn nothing new. Uh, only thing I had to learn new is a new grading sheet, you know, and that's not too complicated because they kind of say the same things anyway, you know, but it's just worded differently and, you know, things like that. But for uh, somebody that's brand new, man, I, I tell you that the only problem I have with it is, especially being at a command like mine where headquarters is a totally different place, you know, uh, than where you yeah. at. It's kind of hard trying to trying to to find your voice at that command. And then you right, oh, you yeah. got then you got civilians there that pretty much, man, when, like a lot of these civilians I work with, they're out the navy and they let you know real quick. <laughs> I'm out the Navy. You know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to answer your questions. I'm not trying to talk about no Navy stuff. I'm out and right. I'm done type stuff. So it, it can be hard. So hopefully whoever that is or whoever somebody like they got good mentors or they can find somebody at that command they can go talk to um to try to make them better, man. But I'm finding out real quickly that it is harder, man. It's 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 harder on shore duty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just pro the, just the foundation, I think, of shore yeah. du- of some of these shore duties like Sure duty is always a program that's either uh, haven't been established or it's like, 
eight months ago it was up and running now it just ain't been running for a while so we need to get it back up and running or something like that like everything is like hey do we do fundraisers yeah we doing fundraisers i mean and i know we just you know we had covid and i'm not talking about any command in particular but i know we just had covid so we trying to recover from from that too and i think i think we're doing well i think you know we'll get a little better but um it's different like sea duty you pretty much jumping into a well oil machine for the most part yeah and you sliding in and you know now and now i might say i like sea duty more than shore duty i don't know if i like it yeah. enough to be like yo let me go back to sea yeah. right now yeah. but i think I, I think i like see i know we talked about this on one of our yeah. episodes but i think i like sea duty more than shore duty just for the camaraderie yeah and uh stuff like that yeah i most definitely too though man i'm, I'm pushing towards sea duty more too but the only thing with shore duty is though is the family side of it you know that's yeah, sure the duty biggest, is for you yeah, yeah sure duty is for you that's the biggest duty is for the navy yeah uh the country um sure duty is for you not saying it's not for the navy in the country but sure duty is where you pay some of that extra attention to you yeah i'll tell you know. one thing man we think about like we talk about you know our commands and stuff man it's that like i get this first like the vibe of my command when i step into the door the first time i stepped in there i think about my first 48 hours right of, of stepping in the command i kind of configure things out a little bit when i'm talking in my first you know 48 hours of showing up at the command yeah. right so um when i get there and i get to a command it's like okay at first i when i walk in the door at first i find out like it's like automatically you kind of know who's the people in the room right who's the mm-hmm. Who's the the people who's like you find who your CEO is, you find out who your your exo, you go to the to I had to go to headquarters and find out who my CMC was. But me talking to my CMC at that time, which he had moved on, I think he went to a care, I think he went to the car Vincent or something. He moved on. But mm-hmm. straightforward guy. Um kind of told me like what he think about because he got all these encodes, you know what I mean? We just one of them. So he was telling me about what he thought about our encode and what we do over there and the expectations and all that stuff. But when I got back over there, um, I kind of knew my directions, my four, first 48 hours. I know what I'm going to try to attack first. It wasn't, it wasn't my job. You know yeah. what I mean? It was, it was, it was how thing was going and how thing was running. Then first thing I get there and, and people know you kind of senior. So they start telling you, man, this kind of stuff that happened to us. So now I kind of, now I'm starting to feel like what I need to attack, what I need yeah. to touch on, what I need to feel. So, that was kind of my first 48, getting my getting my hands around things and knowing what I got to do and, and how I'm going to go out and attack it. And then you're going to find out also when you're trying to, for your first 48, when all these people talking to you, you're going to find out they pay a bigger part on why they're not doing certain things and why they're not getting yeah. certain things. Uh, you find that out too. And you have to let them know that too, though. Like, it's, it's all, yeah, you can come to me from one side of it talking about all this stuff, but I find out, yeah, it's more to the story. So you got to find all that stuff out before you... Start trying to make some changes. <laughs> now, now, what what happens when you go to this person, right? You go to a person and mm-hmm. they reluctant to help you. Do you keep going back to that person? No, it depends on okay. what the, the what the situation is, though. If I feel like I'll go back to that person and he's supposed to be like, say, you the dapper, right? Yeah. I will go back to that person if it's a dapper issue. But I feel no, like no, 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 no. It's not the dapper. Let's just say that you. Um, 
it's just another person that either it's either like your sponsor or just another person at the command that, and you just asking them simple questions like, Hey, when do we do PT? Or when do we have, we have duty. If that person seemed like they reluctant at answering your questions, do you just be like, all right, I'm going to just probably go to somebody else. Yeah. that will be me. Okay. Yeah. That's most yeah, definitely yeah. what I'd be doing. I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to pull nobody, you know, teeth to help keep, me out yeah. with, with certain stuff, especially if I first get to a command or what something like that. I, I automatically kind of know and feel, and it's it's a vibe thing too, though, man. Like it's a vibe thing, and if if I was brand new to the Navy, it'd probably be a little bit different. I may go back to them again. You know, I feel like they've yeah, been there keep, for a yeah, long keep, time. Keep but, yeah, but we kind of know the ropes, so I wouldn't yeah, be going like, back yeah. to nobody. I, I could sit at this computer until I figure all of this out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Definitely. I could open up this program and just keep navigating. I learned that just from being in for a long enough time. You know, we talk. I just was talking earlier about. Um, just not knowing anything about, you know, the G2, for instance. Like, I sat at the G2, and it wasn't because I didn't have anybody to ask for help, but I sat at that G2 and went through every tab. Like, okay, I'm going to figure this, you know, I'm going to figure this thing out. And it's funny because what I was looking for, I still ain't find it. But I went through every tab, like, y'all, I'm going to figure this thing out. But um, I do think that that first 48 is important for any rank. It's crazy. I feel like you could be a CMC and still have a bad first 48 if yeah. if it's bad. You know, and that's going to give you a bad, if you walk into that mess and that mess ain't, you know, uh, greeting you the way that, however it is that that mess probably should greet you when you first uh, come in, whatever you expect. Um, you go to that first mess meeting, let's say you get there on a day of a meeting and you go sit in and it ain't hitting the way it's supposed to hit. Um, the junior sellers, it's the the COXO, if you're saying, I'm talking about, you know, if you're a CMC and I'm not a CMC, but I could only imagine yeah. A bad first 48 for a CMC. Imagine a bad first 48 for a CO. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Imagine. A, and then, and I'm thinking about like a junior seller. My first 48 on my first ship, I went during a time of leave. It was like Thanksgiving leave. Uh-huh. My division wasn't even there. You know what I'm saying? So it was like you came and then it's like, yo, you could just roll. And a lot of junior sellers get uh, in trouble. Um, it's starting to be, and I'm not, I don't have like real good numbers. But some of these guys come and they division not there or something. They get in trouble that weekend. You know, they might have another friend from a school that they go hang out with and they get in trouble. Yeah. I was just looking at the suicide rates. Like a lot of the dudes that's committing suicide is by a gun. They like between 18 and 24 and they live in the barracks. You know, and I don't want us to, this ain't, you know, this ain't, we not, you know, going to get into that this episode, but that's crazy, crazy, man. Yeah, but a lot of those when I thought about it, I'm like it's a lot of first term sellers um, that live in the barracks. That's between 18 and 20. That's a lot of first term sellers. So those first like moments of your time on your first ship, that shit really matters, man. Yeah, it all right, your first command. Period. Yeah, you know it what does. I'm saying. Um, another uh, really big thing happened uh, this this week is them quotas, man. Them quotas and the results came out. <laughs> Man, hey, look, hey, all you focus groups, all you little, all you people that's out there that put these numbers together, man, you guys need to talk to us. You guys need to get on permission to speak freely because we, the people, want to know what in the hell happened to these freaking quotas, man. And I'm first off, before I get too in depth into this, I just want to talk about my rate, damage control. Mm-hmm. Nine first classes total. Yeah. Four E5s total. One E4. Now, 
I don't know the answer. And I'm just talking from my opinion. You said one E4? One E4. Total. One. And one I want to know who that one. You know what? Who, if you listen to this, find that one E4 DC man. And we want him on the podcast. Because I'm telling you, that he got to be good. He, he or she has to be good. Yo, but ain't ain't what that was? Was that the automatic uh, petty officer thing for the for the E fours? Was that the automatic test, the joint where they ain't had to take a test? Not this time. Okay, all right. but I but I think those the people when we, when they was wasn't taking those tests, right? I yeah. think that had something to do with these quotas this time. Mm. Now so I don't know the answer to that. Made third? One, one person, one. <laughs> An entire Navy, one DC made it, man. <laughs> now I think the mapping has some. The, the map program has something to do with it, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. I think these exams they was giving out, man. They was giving these, giving these. When they was giving them E4, right, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's giving them E4. Yeah. Was they even taking the exam? They wouldn't even taking it, right? They nah, were just nah, like, nah, because of COVID. Yeah. So, man, I, I, that's but sick. I don't know the answer to that. That's just my opinion. So if somebody yeah. out there they have a better answer than that, please let me know. Please hit me up because I want to know the answer. Yeah. So I mean, anything else stick out besides the DC rate? <laughs> all the all of them, all the quotas. Yeah. It was all crazy. Yeah. I just wanted to, just wanted to hit that they DC one funky. real quick, man. They but I mean, cool. now it was a message on uh, uh, they uh, they sent out a message recently though. My Navy HR right. It says advancement results update. My Navy HR is aware there are questions about the released E4 through E6 advancements, advancement results. They are being looked into. More information will be put out early next week. So some people asking some questions, man, <laughs> about these results. So it might be some issues. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be some, some issues. issues, man. We never we never seen anything like this, man. I, I've been in Navy 23 years, man, and I ain't never seen that they'll make one E4 in a tire rate. Sick. You have right. you ever seen a have you ever saw a message like that? Like a message from Navy Advancement saying, like, hey, we gonna look into these results? Yeah. That's you know, I'm gonna tell you, man, that message is so big right there, man. Like all the stuff that we do in the Navy, all the results, all the quotas, all this stuff that goes on, that one message right there. Was so big to hear because I never seen it. You just, I just heard it right now, right? right. And it is so big because now you telling everybody who did not make it, they got a chance. Yeah, now you add that. You glimmer, add that little like, whatever, yeah, and that's no, what, what's going yeah, on now. Everybody no questioning shit yeah. now. Everybody yeah. questioning, you yeah. know. So that's a big message right there, man. So they better come out now. I'm looking at messages traffic next week. Somebody, yo, somebody here. <laughs> because I want to see, I want to see yo. what this message is about and what they talking about. They jacked up. Did they jack somebody up the quotas? Head, I'm telling you, man. Somebody head probably on a skewer, man. Because yeah. I always think the Navy's kind of harsh with. Um, I, I'm, I'm like up and down with the Navy being harsh and not being harsh with punishing people, right? And I don't mean like when people get in trouble. What I mean, when people make like simple mistakes, like if you yeah. make a mistake on an FC console or whatever. I remember when we was, uh, <laughs> when they overflow with the water, uh, when they flooded out the uh, P-Way a couple times. And yeah, the chick man. was like, all right, look, y'all flood this P-Way out again. We going down <laughs> to three sections. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would start writing people up, you know, all that. Yeah, you know? So I, And I always think like, 
sometimes we have to have room for error just so people could be comfortable yeah. doing certain stuff, right? But then on the other hand, I think everybody should be held accountable for some of the mistakes that they do make. And like, this is a big one. Like, this is a yeah. big mistake, um, man. I, I'm going to tell you right now, man, this is Navy times worthy. You know what I mean? <laughs> this, whoever, when, when we find out who did this, this is going to be some Navy time shit right now, man. Or whatever this happened. Like, whatever happened. Yeah, this is like, you do. Like, I'm like walking, like, you know, I like I said, I like to keep like a healthy fear. So if I'm standing EDO, if I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm walking around, like making sure, uh, you know, flooding, what we got, what we got. Like, let's make sure this, boom, boom, boom. Like, if you uh, are about to announce uh, nationwide, uh, worldwide uh, results for advancement, you need to have that same healthy fear. Like, I like I shouldn't be the only person with healthy fear standing in a watch that I've stood for 14 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need that too. Yeah. You know, we get on, we would get on a sound and security for maybe missing a sounding and uh, flooding a space a little bit. You know, that person might go to NJP. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. I, I get it. You know, these, this is, this is detrimental to the ship, but yeah, this thing might not have a warning or a caution, a caution sign by it, but this is a big mistake, man. Man, I, 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 I'm telling you, man, like I'm really no shit looking at message traffic next week, yeah. man, because this is like, like, crazy to me man yeah. it's if it, you know what the thing about it is though the results came out people gonna complain people gonna complain hey, about now everything what, yeah now that's what i was about everything to they but might when just you come out and double down on it no what would you about say but if you send that message out uh-huh now you didn't gave everybody the ammo now now you yeah. think you think they was complaining earlier wait <laughs> you wait now you finna see a whole lot of complaints now you see Yo, that but mess- they might they might just double down on it. What if they just double down on it? Like, yeah. But then that shows the power of social media and other forms of like reaching out to these people. Cause now it's like social media is at it's like it's only gonna get more powerful. But yeah, like powerful. right now, it's powerful. Like if you walk on a ship, if I walk on a ship right now, is somebody upset about the results, right? That's yeah, automatic, right? Every we, year, every every cycle all the time. It's yeah, people yeah. upset about results, yeah. right? That's natural. Yeah. Um but now these people that's upset about the results, they have the power to hit up my Navy HR on Instagram or whatever like that and flood the inbox or whatever. So now, you know, we getting more uh, accessible with like my Navy HR. All of these uh, platforms are wanting to have that interaction with sellers. Those disgruntled sellers that was keeping it on the ship, being mad at they chain the command about evils and stuff. Uh, now they can hit up. My Navy HR, like straight to you. Almost so, like a protest now, man. Yeah. And bring so their friends. They bring their friends with them, man. Yeah, so <laughs> things like my Navy HR might not uh, know or be ready for, yo, know, this is just a normal response from when results yeah. get announced. Like, yeah. we know it. You know, you see yeah. sellers walk, you know, walk around a ship. Uh, Sometimes their spirits, you know, need to be lifted. Um. And it's all of that. So my Navy HR might not be used to that, getting those yeah. messages straight. I got kicked out of a, a eval session before because one of my sellers went off. I think I probably talked about it before, but one of my sellers went off on the commander. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he felt like he didn't get the eval that he worked for. Yeah, yeah I, did. I think I did talk about it. Yeah. I had to get kicked out. 
But I could like just imagine that because you got all these Facebook platforms now where sellers, um, you know, they get on and they, you know, ask questions and they, you know, some of them had gripes. Um, I do got a little pet peeve about some of the Facebook uh, platforms, like some of them, like the basic mentoring or like the EMP. I hate when people, when the exam come up and people like cut in the 95 or they uh, score real high, but they ain't make it because like just everything else that's in that, that that's in advancing. And then they be like, yeah, I see where I need to improve. Like, I be feeling like, man, you just want us to see that you cut, you cut high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just want us to see. You just want people to be like, nah, you good. It's just, you know, it's the other stuff. It's the you time. Good. You ain't been time. in your bank. It ain't your time yet, man. Yeah. Like, you yo, gonna you get scoring. it, though. You gonna get you it, though. You cutting a 99% percentile, <laughs> dude. Like, <laughs> like uh, you don't got to post that on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, if yeah, you cut in yeah. the 34% percentile, then I can understand you saying, yeah, I see where I yeah. need to. Improve. Hey, cut a, <laughs> a ninety nine and then try to be humble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, I see. You know, like got yeah. a lot more work to do. <laughs> you didn't put your whole that you converted it right. to a PDF and everything, so yeah, the whole world man. can see your profile. The entire sheet, thing, the entire profile sheet. Whole Yo, thing. that cracks me up, man. I, I that cracks me up when I see that, man. But I, I tell you this though, man. Like, like I'm gonna say it one more time, man. I can't wait the next week, man, to see yeah. them talk about this message, man, because I just think they open up a can of worms, man, on this. And and also, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be saying this probably on every podcast we own, man. If somebody out there got more information about this, man, please hit us up, man. Like, we yeah. want to be in the know. Like, we want to know what's going on. If, if you can give me more information, our next podcast, we will bring this subject back up yeah, with, with more on. knowledge about what's going on. Because I would love to know, and not just the results, the quotas, too. Like, what happened? What yeah, happened this cycle, man? Like, people want to know, man. Like, sailors want to know uh, why the quotas were so freaking low this time. And, and if it's a reason, that's all we want to know. We just want to know why. That's all we want to know. Yeah. That's what we talk about, right? We talk about when we training sailors, we doing things, letting people know the why. And that's what we want to know. We want to know the why. Somebody let us know. But then the EAE9 quotas uh, came out too. So those results should be coming out real soon too, right? Yeah, man. Um, uh, man, I actually Ooh. heard somebody was just, just talking to people, man. They, it was what it came out last, like, um, this Thursday or Friday, but, I mean, uh, yesterday, but then nothing come out, so... Um, I don't yeah. know, but but you know when those type of results come out, you never they never say exactly when they coming out. You know, it never yeah. like a, people always assume and always like, oh yeah, it's gonna come out. But people really, I never really knew when they yeah. was gonna come out. I just you know, they convene. And you probably can pick the, like a month or so after that. You know, after after a couple of weeks after the, uh, the board is over, that they may come out. But I don't be doing so shit. Is it is it customary for if you a chief and you make senior chief, is it customary to get wet down? That's what they call it, a wet down. Oh, do a wet is down. I mean, that's I normally see it doing um, master chiefs, but uh -huh. that but uh, senior chief, I haven't. I didn't do it. I can tell you that. Okay. Um, but I probably would have liked to do it. But yeah, at the yeah, time, you yeah. know, we was we was we was doing other things at the time, so you know that yeah. wasn't wasn't a thing. But yeah. I have heard of it. Do we need it. to explain what a wetdown is? You think we need to explain what a wetdown is? No, not right that's now. A anyway. funny, that's a funny name. Yeah. If somebody don't know what yeah. a wetdown is, they might wonder. Yeah. Like, 
They might wonder. I just get you know what? Drunk, That's what we'll do. If anybody want to know what a wet down is, we're going to have it on our next episode, man. If you guys want to know, <laughs> hit us up. Hit us up in the comment if you want us to explain what a wet down is. And we'll a, wet explain down, a, a, a wet down sounds scary. But, they I do. mean, um, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck to everybody um, yeah. that's up for Senior Chief and Master Chief, too. Hey, good luck to you. Yeah, thanks, um, man. Same to you. Everybody that's up for that. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. But, um, I know, like, we work hard. We put a lot of work in. Um, and a lot of times, we burn ourselves out. Um, yeah. And that's not just, that's not just Chief, uh, Senior Chief, um, Master Chief. That's E1 through E6, too. Yeah. A lot of us burn us. Sometimes your whole career could be a marathon. You know what I'm saying? And, um. I know personally, that's how I treated my career um, so yeah. far was like a marathon. Like I never had a point a year in my career where I didn't have a goal, like a, a heavy goal, you know, from the first one being my first qual to the ESWAS to getting the EIL to, um, you know, sell of the year or something like that to my next one being the same thing. And in all of that, it requires work. You have to work. It's a full fledged thing. You got to do your job first off. Right. Um, you got to make friends. I believe you got to make friends. Um, yeah, I say that that's like networking, any professional, um, environment, you got to have people that you could trust in other rates and stuff like that, that you work with. Like I always had an EN or MM that I could go to a DC man that I could go to a CS in pocket. Always had a CS like, yo. Um, and that was just for the exclusive, you know, mills, you know what I'm saying? You gotta have that. And being an EM, you know, you work in a galley anyway. Um, but it's a three, a whole 360 degree thing. Um, and if you doing it, like, if you read every single instruction you read as a leader, whether you reading about SCAD, you reading about ohms, whether you anything you reading about, it's a daily requirement and all of that shit. And if you doing all of that every single day, yeah, you could probably you could probably burn yourself out. And a lot of people working until like a lot of people working into that. Yeah, I, I tell you, man, my burnout, me burning myself out is like a it's like. In sections in my, I'm gonna say it's in sections. Probably the wrong word to use, but when I was junior, like real junior, um, I feel like that was the best time of my career because I wasn't really burning myself out. I was just doing what I was told. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Doing my job, doing my work. But I started burning myself out, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying I was burning myself out, and I'm, I'm gonna be real about it. And I said yeah. I started doing that when people start looking for me. Um, as a leader, like when I became work center supervisor, I didn't want to, yeah. I didn't want to look like I either, I wasn't knowledgeable enough because people follow knowledge. I didn't feel like I wasn't knowledgeable enough. So I was always studying, always trying to make sure everything squared away because I had people coming into work every day looking at me and yeah. I didn't want to be the person that didn't know what I was talking about, didn't know what I was doing. So I stayed leading everybody to make sure everything was squared away for the next day. Um, yeah. and then it started getting worse, to tell you the truth, as I made rank. Because now yeah. I'm an LPO, so now it's more responsibility. Now I'm a chief, that's more responsibility. You know what I'm saying? So your your responsibility. So I wouldn't necessarily saying it's burnt out, but at the same time, you have to make sure things it's are like overextending. Over, overextending. Yeah. Right. And yeah. um and the thing about it is though, you have to make time for yourself too, though. Right. And I think yeah. that is the hard part of being 
like I don't know the civilian side because I never, you know, I haven't worked in civilian world in twenty some years, so I don't really know. Um, but I know in the Navy, it's hard when you're on a ship to make time for yourself um, to do anything. That goes to junior sailors too. It's just really hard because the demand and the stuff that's needed and stuff that people want done is hard. The stuff that has to have done shall be done. It's hard yeah. while you own sea duty. It just it just yeah. is. And then and I'm telling you this right now from going on ships and this goes for every every sailor out there and this goes from getting burnt out or whatever. The grass is not easier on the other side. It's not greener on the other side. The grass is not green on the other side. Every Ooh, ship has a crazy that? schedule now. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, ship, You ship. know what I mean? Like, like, so what I'm getting at is getting burnt out and on these ships and you think, man, I can't, I can't do this no more, man. I want to go to this, this ship over here or I want to go to another command. But guess what? When you get there, it's that same level, you know, of of you having to try to, try to juggle getting burnt out or, you know, um, because that's the word they're using now too. The word burnout. Sailors using that word. Burnout. Yeah, burnout, right? I'm getting burnt out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it depends. Go ahead. I mean, for, for, for me, I probably got burned out like three to four times, um, just on the last sea duty tour. Um, just giving it everything. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think before that it was on shore duty. Uh, that's how I hurt my knee overextended. I hurt my knee over shore duty, man. We could be leaving at two. Um, me and my guys, we done for the day. Somebody came up. And I like I had a goal to not I'm an EM man. It's not that easy to clear your work list, yeah. to clear your CSMP. It's not that easy as an EM because nah. it's always something to fix. Yeah. I had a goal to have zero jobs on a CSMP on shore duty. You think somebody was with me on that? Like like, but they were. My guys were with they were with me on that. Like, yo, like we ate it up. Like, yo, let's not have any job on our CSMP. All we gotta do is PMS. We come in, knock it out, go to shore duty. Let's take advantage. So it was like one day at like 1400, we had a guy come in and he wanted some lights removed from the ship. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Uh, I remember EM3 May, uh, shout out to May. Me, EM3 May, he he was like, let's just do it tomorrow. Like, like, like it's cool. And he was a, EM, May was a really good, good and hard worker. He picked up shit real fast. But he's like, yo, let's just do it tomorrow. I'm like, no, nah, let's just go out there today. You know what I'm saying? And that, meanwhile, I'm works in a suit. Um, I'm doing work center soup stuff probably at that point to the best of my ability, but I'm also still trying to prove to May and them was like hard workers. And I'm one of them people that get like motivated by the hard chargers. Mm-hmm. I want them to see that I'm a hard charger too. So like I'm the work center soup now. I don't have to go and do this. I was doing something else. Um, and uh, I'm like, no, let's just go. Come on, let's go. May probably actually tired from all the other stuff he was doing that day. And I'm like, no, let's go. So we go out there and I fall. I fall. I fell in a hole. I saw my my leg was up here. I saw it. I'm like looking at it. Mm. And I'm like, yo, where's my phone? So we grabbed my phone and I left. I went, you know, I, I went to medical. It's a, it was a funny story. Um, and, and, and they took care of me. But May was like, man, I told you not to go. You know, I'm, I actually made first on, on convalescent leave. Oh, May man. was like, yo, we were doing too much, you know. And then when I came back to the command, 100 miles an hour again still as, as you know, as the first class. But it's full-fledged, man, because if you, if you go to a command and you do want to prove that you, uh, you, you work, 
you got to do that, right? And then people might, you know, you get the people like that be like, oh, man, this person, all they worry about is collaterals, right? Mm -hmm. So now you got to fight that thing, right? So even if you do want to help out with collaterals because you want to be involved or you see things lacking and you want to actually contribute, you got to match the energy that you do with your collaterals with the energy that you do with your work if you cognizant of that or if you feed into the people that's going to say that, right? So now you... Your work is matching your color. When we when I first got to the ship, uh, my last ship, I was leaving. We were in the yards. I was leaving at like twenty hundred every night. Like my first couple months on a ship, yeah. like I hadn't even been there for long for a long time in the yards. I knew we had an inspection coming up, and I got hit with a couple of collateral as soon as I got there. And I'm I'm noticing that happens at commands too. Like, hey, you want to do this? You want to do that? But I got hit with a couple of them, so I'm like, all right, if I'm gonna do these collaterals. I don't want anybody saying that I'm not doing this or doing that. So now I'm going to work till 1800, 16, 1800 on my job. And then those last two to four hours, I'm going to spend time, you know, getting this program or that program up to speed. You know, and meanwhile, my mom, every time I talk to her, like, well, you seem like you leaving later than you left before you became a chief. <laughs> she, she said, uh, she said, wasn't you leaving after your chiefs at your last command? <laughs> like, like, like I thought your chiefs left earlier than you. And then I was like, yeah, they was, you know, and, uh, no disrespect to that. But I was like, yeah, they, they was my chiefs though. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. a chief now. Um, I'm staying this, this late. She's like, you know, then my mom was like, oh, wow, I thought chiefs got off early. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and I had to hear that a lot, man. But it, yeah. yeah, so I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. I do understand what you, but, but when you got that, you know, when you got that sense of excellence, man, sometimes you forget about some of the limitations that you set on yourself. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm sure you've set limitations on yourself that you probably already bypassed. Yeah. I, yeah. Most definitely, man. Like, right? but, and that's, that's the thing too, though, man. Like, like I was part of that, you know, your 20 hundred, you know, thing that you was doing. Um, for a long time you was doing it for a long you said a couple months but i think he was doing it way longer than that oh no yeah yeah yeah, 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 you was always staying late and i remember at one point i was leaving like at 18 and i was seeing you still there and i remember we having these conversations like man you still at it but um, yeah but and i and i knew that one day you know like in the last couple months of the time on the ship i knew how it would be if i had a division that could you know be self-sufficient so yeah. i knew how i knew that i'm gonna have to pay it all forward like i'm gonna have to make sure that everything is like lost leader or whatever we term we want to use i'm gonna have to front load everything i have to do so on a back end one day i could chill yeah one day we could chill did that happen you for know you? what i'm saying yeah for sure uh, last deployment our last deployment um the one that you were on um and then of course, after that was, um, the, you know, the issue, the, the family thing. So just yeah. it was less. So I'm, I'm actually glad I front loaded then because that was less time to take, you know, prepping for my relief. But that last deployment was much more relaxed than than it, you know, would have been if I didn't take care of a lot of that stuff early. Yeah. I tell you, man. Well, yeah. I was pretty. I still like to have my hands and stuff too, though. Maybe yeah, more had, than we, maybe yeah, more than spurts. I, huh? 
we had spurts though, like yeah, the yeah. scullery. The scullery went down. I don't yeah, know why yeah. um, you're getting super personal, but the scullery went down, and then we had some ventilation. So we had spurts where it's like two weeks straight or something like that, where we we know I'm working it, all yeah. day, you know, and I'm like in my head, like man, I don't want to do this, Especially. but it's like the guy's tired. You know, it's like yo. We gotta go back in there again. You know, they like look defeated, like hey. chief man. It's like, yo, we gotta go back in. Like if that thing, cash rep, or that thing on that CSMP, <laughs> man. You gotta do what yeah, you gotta you, do. You know, you get to that point where your ching, your, your ching, don't want to just keep hearing cash rep. You feel like a failure. Yeah, you know, especially as an EM, like when you can't fix something, like you feel like a failure, like your ching, man. And it's crazy because I remember me and um a Divo. Oh man, we gotta call him one day. But yeah. me and my Divo at the time, uh, Mr. Davis, um. Like, you know, we would be like really troubleshoot. Like we look like literally had like a, a cut wire on a ship. So we troubleshot the controller. Right. And we pretty much like uh, squ- like narrowed it down to, yo, though, this cable got to be cut. You know what I'm saying? It is somewhere on the ship. We can't fix this cable. Like it's somewhere on the ship. We even got like the fox and hound. Like we figured this out. Right. Me and uh, EM1. And then we wanted to tell Mr. Davis, you know, it's like, hey, uh, sir, you know, we cut like this cable's cut. You know, and then he started hitting us with the jokes like, "Oh, it's gonna be another cash wrap, huh? Like, like, like we cash wrapping this again, huh? <laughs> Two days, how we go cash wrap? We hit him because of the scullery, you know. We uh, cash wrap, you know. And I remember the captain was like, "Man, chief, we, me, me and Mr. Davis went to the captain like, hey, sir, man, we not gonna be able to fix the scullery. It was jury rigged at some point. We coming back to it." And now it's an actual problem. First, we got to figure out how it was jury rigged in order to fix it. Boom, boom, boom. We don't have the right tech manuals. And if anybody at EM and they listen, they know it's like 300, 400 wires inside that scullery. And then the captain was like, man, if we could put a man on the moon, I believe y'all could do it, chief. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) If we could put a man on the moon, I believe y'all could do it. And what did we do? And I knew he said that, you know, and that's the shit that your guys don't know. They the conversations that your guys don't know. Like they don't, y'all don't know that the captain just told me if we could put on a a man on the moon (laughs) that we could fix this scullery. So basically what that means to me and me and the captain had a good relate like a good you know senior subordinate relationship so what that means to me is that i'm gonna get this scullery fixed the division we gonna fix the scullery right yeah. we if we that mean that it don't matter the captain don't matter if we go on plates he'll give a fuck if we could put a man so you know i go back every day the guys are like, chief man like we it's done like we can't fix. i'm like no like we can we have to like like and now no like but you know and then we yeah. we wound up going up there mr davis went up to him he's like hey sir we put a man on the moon <laughs> you know so we we wound up fixing it oh yeah whatever. oh yeah that's crazy man that's good stuff right there big shots out to the ceo man hey, i'm not even surprised he says he always got some good quotes man <laughs> Yeah, 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 great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always really fun, fun, uh, funny guy, man, fun guy. But um, that me and then like so when you add all of that, then you add that element of you go to commands and you see the workhorse get overloaded, and that ain't just a navy thing, right? That's not a navy issue. Yeah. Like I don't want to like like we not that where we talk about it's a problem in the navy and all of that, but. It's a problem, period, in jobs. So naturally, you see it in the Navy where somebody coming in with fresh legs are like, for, I'm on shore duty. I don't really have fresh legs. I'm coming off of sea duty, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, turbulent sea duty. Like yeah. we had a whole lot going on, but I'm just 
to the command, I'm a brand new guy. They don't know what I've been through, right? So, like, that's if I use myself as an example. But you get people coming with fresh legs or you just get a workhorse. And you see that workhorse just continue to get more work. Right? Yeah. That's... And you know, I mean, and I think as as leaders, man, and that's something we really need to to look at, um, because what happened is, is like if I got my, you know, second class or whatever, first class or whoever it may be, or my chief, and I know they're gonna get the job done, mm-hmm. right? And I end up that's my go to guy. So end up I'm saying, hey, man, can you do this for me? That you know, make you do this for me. And then all of a yeah. sudden, you're right, you just keep piling it up. And you piling it up, not really on purpose. You piling it up because you know that yeah. person will get it done. You know? So yeah. sometimes what happens is, and I know you will do, you will do this. Um, you you, you got to let pull, pull, either get pulled to the side and say, hey, man, can old boy do this? Somebody else do this because I've been you know, doing this and this, and I'm getting, like, overloaded. But a lot of times, people won't come tell you that, though. They just yeah, keep, taking just complain, yeah. keep taking Maybe it on and keep taking it on. Maybe complain when you're around. Yeah. Or they may complain <laughs> to their friend or go home and complain and don't really say, you know, sometimes we got to, like, go to the root. And the root is, yeah. like, like your, your, um, your senior guy may just know that you can get it done, but he also has to think about the workload he putting on on that person also. Um, yeah, and I I think as a senior guy, um, when somebody new to a command, um, and I'm talking about a, a seller with experience, so like a yeah. second class or a first class, uh, something like that. When somebody new to a command and you see they got the legs or you see they got the energy or you see they got the, you know, just that go-getter mentality, Yeah, I think we got to be careful in what we ask of them too, right? Because you they you putting them in a really in my opinion you putting them in a really bad spot because we have evaluations we got midterms we got all of these things that we judge somebody career with and i believe that a lot of people not going to say no if they think that they're going to be judged based off of if they said no yeah. so you got yeah. this person that's super motivated they they just get into a ship and they want to do good. They want to excel. They know how the eval system work. They know that the person that been there for a while, the old dog, probably going to be kind of up there. But they at least want to get somewhere decent so that they can rank out really good, you know, the next time. And you start asking them to do a million different things. They probably not going to say no because they think the moment they say no, you going to have a bad first impression of them. Like, oh, man, this person yeah. lazy or whatever like that. Which you you think the same thing or what? Yeah, uh, most definitely, man. We you, we. Yeah. You have to take a look at it, man. And, you know, that goes back to, you know, what we be thinking and how we think when it comes to good leadership, too, though. We have to be thinking about that. Regardless of if a new sailor coming in, I think we should be thinking ahead of time on how we're going to interact. I mean, how we going to put this this sailor into the uh, fold and put yeah. him in. How you going to put him into the fold is not overloading him. Um um, from the beginning, anyway, and see and see what they see what the sailor about. See what what kind of workload they can handle, um, all type of stuff like that, man. You have to be in tune with that stuff now, man, because um, if you're not, man, sailors get burnt out a lot, man. You don't know what, yeah. they, and then sometimes you don't know what they got going on. You got to talk to them and find out because a lot of times, especially when people go to shore duty, a lot yeah. of times people go to shore duty, they come to shore duty to relax. Yeah, like you, know, you tired. Yeah, you're tired. tired. Been on sea duty, so you most like, definitely. Like when I, 
when I came to um, Short Duty, I was thinking like, man, I'm probably like EEO, Equal Opportunity. Like I could impact and I could help out, but I don't want to be a major player in that um, again for a while because it took a lot out of me. Um, yeah psychologically like emotionally like yeah um and like i connect with the job you know so in eo it's a lot of fairness you have with the offender and uh, um complaint right you got to be fair between both of them but you know just even getting like back uh different deox service like it's a lot for you like two years you're going through this you're seeing all of this stuff it's a whole lot you know what i mean and I was like, all right, my next command, I'm probably going to chill on EEO. But that's what I just keep getting hit up about. Like, hey, you, you thought about being a semio? You thought about running a diversity <laughs> committee? And it's like, man, I, I just did all of that, you know. And it's not like I'm trying to deny you that, like, I don't want to do it. I don't want nothing to do with it. I just did it. Um, you know, how can I help if I have a team? I can help, but I don't want to be the face of this or whatever. It takes yeah. a lot out of you or yeah. whatever. But what about the lazy? What about what about the other um, side of the coin? Have you ever seen? I've seen. I've been at commands where I've seen a person that don't do shit. Yeah. Like thrive, like thrive and not doing shit. Like be successful at not doing anything for three to four years. Like yo, this person is known for being lazy, yeah. and they that was like their collateral, bro. Like yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, man, it, it happens. It happens, man. Um, and the one thing that you always hear from stuff like that is they, somebody need to get a P. You know, you hear it with words like that, but that's not how we roll in the mess, though, man. It's a team-type atmosphere in there, right? So I don't yeah. want to see no shit like no one sitting back not want to do anything. Uh, I I understand that you may not be good at this, you may not be good at that, but, but who, everybody... Dang, we ain't great at everything, but we learn, we adapt, we get better, and we get it done. So, I man, I see it all the time, though. I see it all hey, the time. I got a question for you. It's straight up out of the blue, but it's something that I feel like we should talk about here. Because um, you you do something that I can't say I totally agree with, but um, we've talked about it. Um, let's say you got a first class that's kicking ass, right? Yeah. You got a first class kicking ass. He's your LPO. Yeah. Um, superstar. He got, he a DC man. So let me, he got six years in, right? Y'all got some six year first yeah. classes, right? So he got six years in, um, you know, made it a, a year ago, something like that, but kicking ass top one of the top guys at the command. Yeah. You got another first class inbound, right? This first class that's inbound got, 10 years in, right? Um, oh, I know you might going. not be, yeah, it might not be as squeaky um, on a career superstar side as the other one, but got more time and don't got nothing bad going against this person, right? But they come in and they more senior in time. Yeah. Um, now, this other guy that's more junior is the LPO. Well, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when that person, when that senior guy get there about that LPO spot? Do you leave your shining star in that LPO spot or do you give the more senior first class the the, the opportunity to be the LPO? Okay. First, I'm going to answer the question and then I'm going to tell you why. Right. And and, so, and before you answer it, right, because you're a DC man, right? Yeah. So before we talk about this, let's get uh, – because uh, you could uh, you could insert the cheat code in here, and I don't want you to do that. So let's take uh, 
the DCPO shop out of it. Period. Yeah. Don't yeah. exist. One yeah. division. One division. Okay. Yeah. So first of first off, I will give the job when it, when the first senior first class get there, he's going to be the LPO, right? And the reason why I do that is because it's built into us as in being in the Navy rank is rank, right? Mm-hmm. Rank is rank. If somebody made first class over you, they outrank you. It's period, right? Now, yeah. where I draw the line on that is, is the fact of how good are you are at your job, right? So you you pretty much when that first class get there, they're in a trial period. They gonna become the LPO, right? And then, but or some first classes may get there and say, no, I don't want to do it. I have seen that before too, right? Yeah. But in my opinion. And with how I run my show is that uh-huh. guy is going to get the opportunity to be the LPO because he is senior, period, uh-huh. to me. And so I feel not, like. But you're not worried about. You're not worried. No, what was you about to say? I'm listening to you. And, you I'm, and I'm not. I'm doing it solely because of, of rank, though. It has nothing to do with how good or how bad or how anything in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. In the beginning, it has nothing to do with none of that stuff. It's a rank thing. And I'm so used to this, though, because of how my shops are always, uh, the ships I've been on been developed. Because you got yeah. different rate, different rates in my shop. And most of the time on my ships, the HT is the senior guy most of the time. Yeah. You know, it's hard for them to make rank as fast as these seamen. So I see this all the time, but I'm with you all the way, man. We're not with you, but I'm saying I am all the way one way on this. But I don't, I am so like, like transparent with this though i don't right, this ain't right, a right. shock yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not gonna yeah, be a shock yeah. to my six-year you know lpo he's gonna know way in advance hey you got a senior guy coming here he's gonna get the opportunity to run the show blah 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 it's done so when he so when that guy get there it's a seamless turnover i don't shock nobody with this um but you, you you're not worried about potentially losing this the six year LPO? Nope, not at all, man. Yeah. Because I'm I mean, a, but that's privilege. You you kind of got like a you kind of got privilege though, because you uh, a pretty good leader. So people uh, believe you, you know they believe in your vision. Yeah. Not everybody got that. Now what happens is you know HTs are known to be assholes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Most HTs, most HTs, <laughs> most, most HTs are like just assholes. Yeah, they could be, be a little shitty now. They could be a little shitty. Especially the especially the salty the saltier yeah. ones. So yeah. what happens when? Maybe this dude is good, but he's just an asshole. And the division kind of yeah. wish they had a six year first that they was just that was just a second class with them back. What happens there? Do you worry about it? Or are you? Well, I don't. I don't. I don't worry about it. This. This is what I. What I take on it, man. I take people. I take what the team is saying uh-huh. in, right? And then now when I take it in, now I am starting to look now. At first, I may not be looking for this. I may not be yeah. looking for the same thing the team looking for. But when it comes across my desk, per se, right, now I'm looking at little things here and there. Because at the end of the day, the team wins the game, right? So mm-hmm. I got to make sure everybody good to go. And But then I'm going to have to put this on paper, though. If he's not is he not performing. No, he's good. He's good. Like, matter, like, let's keep that going. He's good, right? Let's, oh, yeah. So we we we, we progressing from the 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 junior uh to the senior. I do got an opinion on that. I'm gonna yeah, share. Yeah. But he good, but he's an asshole. Do you care that your LPO is an asshole if your LPO is doing their job? Yes, I still care because at the end of the day, 
um, you got to have people to go out and work for you. Right. Yeah. So you can be good at what you're doing, but if you're an asshole, man, that's going to hurt the team. And I'm all yeah. about team, man. And so if you if you've been a ass all the fucking time to you to your junior sailors, man, you're going to lose them eventually. Yeah. Right. So that's not good. And, and yeah, we'll most definitely have some one on ones if that's coming across my desk. And I'm talking about it all the time. I mean, I know sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes you got to be that ass to get the job done. But all the time and just being like that stubborn asshole all the time, yeah, we're gonna have some talks about that. No doubt. So about that first part, um, I don't I don't know if I had a hard if I have a hard line on that. I think I'm playing it by air. I don't know. But I do know I had a, an experience. I was a first class though, and I had mm-hmm. a second. And the second pretty much was a part of changing the culture at in the division. Right. The division had a culture that I don't want to get into right now. But the second was a part of changing that culture. Right. And he was junior. He came as a third. He made second. He became the works in the soup. He was a part of changing the culture. Then I had another second who. to And I, I, I would I admittedly, you know, probably should have made different decisions. But I had another second who was better than this second. Right. Um, effortlessly better. The other second was a very hard worker and deserve everything that his hard work would, you know, get him, in my opinion. And um, as a hard worker, I don't always mean turning and burning. I just mean like dedicated to task. Right. Like just motivated, doing the right thing all the time. Yeah. Um, the other second um, who had more time, who was just naturally better, just a naturally better electrician, um, just different. Um, you know, EMs, if you come from a big deck, sometimes you might not have as much in your toolbox as an EM if you come from a small ship. So my other second came from a big deck, so he didn't have as much. Um, but he worked to change the culture. He was very trustworthy, and he was dedicated to task, and he asked questions. Sometimes, you know, everybody, sometimes we all thought he asked more questions than, than needed. But he asked questions, and it made me believe in him. My other second who came was again um to repeat it again naturally better um just a pure electrician knew exactly what he was doing um and a normal like everyday kind of guy like like we shared we've like we sh- i still talk to him like we still communicate we still carry a good the other guy too but the other the other one like i you know we still have a really decent relationship no matter how often we talk or not we would probably go out and get a drink together if we saw each other yeah. right um but when he came i didn't make him the work center soup um i knew he was good um but i just couldn't bear at this time you know it, i was very young um but i couldn't bear to drop the other guy who i feel i felt like i was gonna crush him man and i feel like i might lose him like he worked so hard to get there to get to work center soup yeah like and i'm like yo this dude the other dude was a star like he's gonna be a star no matter what like even if and i knew it i'm like yo even if he don't be the works in a soup he's still gonna be like an ep he's still gonna be out of here like i just already knew it like yeah this might hold him back at this ranking board but he's out of here he's like this dude was a star so i knew that too and that went into my decision making process as well i didn't use yours where it's like he more senior Natural. If I would have had that hard line, that would have been easy because it yeah. been like he's more senior. Yeah. Let's figure this out until we, um, you know, do. Now I don't know. I don't know if um, I think that 
I don't know what I would do now. I don't know if um, if I got somebody more senior, if I would automatically put them in that spot. Because a lot of times you own it. Like, again, you at the command, you're watching a seller work so hard to eventually yeah. become the LPO. Yeah. So, but I do think that it would still be a trial period on the more senior seller. I think I would have a sit down with them. I don't like, a, like I'm saying, I, there's no hard line. So I think, yeah. but I believe that I would say, hey, I know you more senior. Um, I know that, you know, we should be, you know, probably putting you in LPO. Uh, I might just say this in my head, but I'm going to be watching them and seeing what impact he has or she has. And then if it's natural, a natural move, it's a natural move. Yeah. Vice putting them in that spot, get it. And while they still got to get their recalls and all of that stuff like that, like I'd rather see them get that leverage and then if it's time for them to be LPO, and that might be my disguise, like, yeah, whenever, when you call up or whatever, or when they call up, they, you know, it's going to be a natural shift if that person deserves it. I don't know, though. I think about myself, you know, and if I'm a senior LPO yeah. and I'm coming to a command and it's a junior LPO, what would I be thinking? Like, yo, man, I need to come in here running the show. Like, I don't know. So I, I don't know. It's like one of them things tossed up for me. And yeah, I don't know if I'm, I'm trying to stay safe. I, I tell you what, what happened to me, man. I, I, uh, when I, I was know, in DC one, and I went to the carrier, man. It was like five of the first classes on the carrier. You know what I mean? When I got there, and um, I was a senior guy. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even care though, because I was on. I was on a platform that I really didn't know too much about. Now I know DC. I know my job. I know how things work in the DC world, regardless. Of, but I didn't know right. my way around. I didn't know anything. But hey, time I got there, in about what three or four days, you know. I was the LPO. They made me the LPO. So I think they had that hard line too on, on it like that because I'm not saying yeah. the guys that was – the other DC one was bad and thing. They wasn't, you know. But I think when I got there and they knew I was senior, you know, I got, I got yeah. that, that title, you know. So it all worked out. But, but at the end of the day, man, I ended up making chief right yeah. after that anyway. So um, the guy kind of got his job back in like four, four months anyway. Um yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and then normally something like that yeah. normally naturally happens when those things happen. When people deserve things, I normally see them get it. But you know, with all of that said, right? Do you think that ranking boards, like, is is a deter is a determining factor in some of the decisions, like the career choices and decisions that oh, people yeah. make? No doubt at all, mm -hmm. man. Um, because now it's like people we we know now what we need to do to be successful right so we know what collaterals we want to try to do or we trying to angle for or we trying to to set ourselves up for me on per se i'm not really that type of guy i want a collateral like one if i mm -hmm. get two it's probably because it's forced on me <laughs> you know what i mean um yeah i want to do my job well though you know what i mean i want to lead my yeah. sailors well that's that's the type of stuff that i want to do the most of right but when it comes to ranking yes people kind of know what they need to do and how they need to do it. and they kind of kind of can um when they get to a ship or whatever and judge their way me i'm kind of a momentum builder guy man i want to build myself up yeah you know until where i want to get to and i and i kind of come in with a plan too though like it may not go as i want it to go <laughs> but i want to try to mm -hmm. have some focused in and what i want to do and sometimes, hopefully, sometimes doing things that I haven't done before either, though. Like, a lot of times, like, 
Yeah. I might have did CFL this command. So now if I go to another command, I don't. I may want to do DAP or you know some other job because I never done it before. Yeah. Well, look, some somebody might kill me for this, but I feel like the top three people that's normally ranked in the ranking board are uh, there because they should be. Um, at, at, at the end of the day, they there because they should be. They not there because they feel the wicked or they made sure they hit a uh, bullet. Um, I feel like the top three people are normally the most present. I, I think for me, presence is a big yeah. deal at a command. Like, do people know you? Um, uh, and I don't mean just like know you just because you get around and you win everything, but know you like you have an impact on yeah. the sailors. You got an impact on the ship. I feel like the top three people at most commands are normally the ones that, yeah, they might feel the wickets, but they also got something else that's yeah. special. Um, then I feel like the other the other group are some of the other people that might rank high. It might be uh, some um, yeah. politics and, and, and stuff like that. But I feel like the, the, the top ones are normally yeah. uh, true, like tried and tested and, 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 and true. I, I do feel like that. Like, I, I feel like you could, you know, you could hold them up to the light and they still going to be the same name. Just do it just to be yeah. ranked. I feel like they have it, you know, and that's them first classes that might be coming to the mess that next uh, uh, year or something or those seconds that might be first classes. I, I always feel like when you when it's time, it's time. You don't got to take a million collaterals. Um, you don't got to fill every single wicket when you that person and you shine, you shine, you number one. And that's when it get weird when people be number one and other people that's not number one be like, I don't understand why this person number one. When they didn't do this, yeah. I didn't have that, but I did this and had that. It's because they had that light. They had that glow. And that's just my opinion on on the top, like the top three to five or whatever in that group. The other ones kind of like, and I'm not saying you you might not have a group of 20 special sellers, but in some of the normal cases, those other those other people might hit a lot of those wickets that you that people sometimes people yeah. worry about. I, I tell you, man, that um, it's impact, man impact goes a long ways too yeah impact, impact is a big yeah, word yeah, man for me yeah. um I, I tell you what i don't like in ranking boards man this is what i don't like uh-huh. because i have been in a board before and somebody gonna know exactly what i'm talking about i'm probably gonna get a message about this too but i'm gonna say it anyway mm-hmm. time you step in the board and somebody tells you um everybody does their job what else they doing not necessarily man mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. everybody may not be doing a job to a to a certain degree. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We just so it's about not it. <laughs> necessarily don't. I, what else they doing? So now, that saying to me is saying go get collateral duties. Yeah. That one that the that's what that's saying to me, man. You know. Go get some collateral duties and go do something else while your division. Well, I ain't saying it is lacking, but it's a possibility your division ain't getting the attention they didn't need to get because you worried about right. these three, two, three, four, whatever collateral duties. Um, but I never liked it that saying, man. Like, um, your your yeah, uh, everybody know how to do their job at this level. Uh, I don't know. No, nah, I don't yeah, know. That, that's not. Um, yeah, that ain't the case. Do you do you, do you uh, do you feel like ranking boards like need any uh, updates or uh, improvements? Well, this this is the only improvement I think a ranking board do needs. I think the ranking board needs something like um 
like they do the boards mm-hmm. for senior chief and master chief, right? Something that's put in writing on what we are looking for. Like, like no shit, like from, yeah. from A to, to fucking Z. This is what we looking for in this ranking board, right? And then yeah. we have a checklist. A lot of times we get in these ranking boards, man, and we get in our feelings, you know, about the ranking. Right. And that's what I learned young too, man. Like, if your sailor is better than my sailor, I need to freaking be okay with that. You know? Yeah. I appreciate that about you. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it is what it is. Your guy beat my guy out. I see it on the on the board. You know what I mean? He, he, he beat yeah. my sailor out. I'm not getting in my emotions about it because I know. You know what I mean? I know this sailor, you know, but people get in their emotion about they trying yeah. to take care of their sailor. If your sailor they sell performing, it, right? I see it. <laughs> I see it too. Yeah. Now, 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 my question on that, or my thought on that, is like, is it ever a time where the ranking board is only as good as the person that's in that representation? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Because if you don't, yeah. I'm telling you right now, I have been in a ranking board. You probably sitting there with me, and we probably talked about this before. But I'm gonna say this: we have been in a ranking board that we know that this sailor should have been higher than what they uh-huh. got. In the ranking boards, and we'll probably came back and say, "Why is this sailor so low?" You know what I mean? Yeah. But but why you don't? Why you think that don't happen in the ranking board? Because yeah. that's somebody might yeah. be thinking that. Somebody might just be like, "Yo, uh, senior just said we know sailor." Why you think that don't happen in the ranking board? It should. I feel like it should happen. I mean, the reason yeah. why it doesn't happen is because of that, people care about their sailor so much it doesn't happen. Yeah. Oh man, I just I just beat this guy out. I just did this, so we good now. No, it's not about that, man. It's giving yeah. people their flowers, giving people what they deserve. You know what I mean? Every time, and yeah. every time. But I, but I'm here to tell yeah. you this. I like I, I like the honest boys. Yeah, you know what? This, this is what I hate when we what's up when we talking about each sailor, man. I think another thing we should do instead of um um, and I think we're doing this at my command now, but I haven't been on one yet. But I heard this guy's happening. I said, man, that's a good idea. I think. Instead of someone getting up and reading and talking about their sailor first, I think we should put it on the board. You know what I mean? Everybody see mm-hmm. it instead of let him read it out and talk about it. I want to see it up on a big screen. Right. Every sailor, especially if you see yeah. it, especially when this stuff matters to someone's career. I think every one of them, one at a time, we got 30 freaking sailors. They all should be going up on this board and letting us look at them. Yeah, cause yeah, cause what I yeah, cause what I was gonna say was I like the honest. I I remember walking in a ranking board and somebody was like, "All right, like we know your guy number one, like we know your guy up there, so let's uh, let's throw him up." You know what I'm saying? Um, I like that because yeah. that's honest. Like I don't gotta yeah. fight. Like you know, I'm coming in like y'all might have to fight for yeah. something that I think the command yeah. should kind of know and understand. And then when you walk in there and somebody like, "Yo, we know your guy number," like a ranking board should, in yeah. my opinion, it should be fair, right? It shouldn't be a battle between each of us about our sellers. It should be a fair assessment when we get into a question of is this person better, is that person better? Yeah. Then yeah. we then it's a problem. You know what I'm saying? But we went in the ranking board and I saw like a, a number five EP or something like that with 20 names attached to it. You know what I'm saying? Like now yeah. that's nasty to me. We got 20 names. So then you get this, like if it's 20 names attached to number five EP, that means you are damn near almost listing your top 25 sellers. 
It's like 20 names attached yeah. to it. And I might be exaggerating, but it's like eight names attached to your number five EP. Eight names, because everybody trying to squeak. And how many EPs you getting? How many EPs you getting? Uh, you getting six, right? But six or five that's, EPs. That's, that's, but everybody that's trying to someone's... squeeze their person into this EP or this number five, right? And I know. So they, if not, they'll be number six. Yeah, yeah. Nah, then it's like, all right, shit. well, no. Nah, yeah. yeah, all right, well, if this person went, then they're going to be number six. Like, nah, that's. That's nasty, man. You know, then the sellers, yeah. you know, they coming out being, you know, rank 13 or whatever like that and uh, rank 40. And like, really, I mean, you got pitched at number three. <laughs> you you was yeah. pitched all the way yeah. at number three. You know, sometimes a seller will come in, look at me like I'm. A, no, they had you pitched all the way at number three. It just was a long battle between number three and number 40 for every single people, for every single person yeah. on this list. You know, and that's, yeah. that, I don't think that's realistic. Like, it's not yeah. that many people doing all of this stuff, you know? And I think we just need clarity. For me, I think we need clarity on the different well, departments clarity, yep. and, like, what everybody does and understanding what everybody does. Like, I'm, I know my combat guys, shit, my combat guys probably going to hate me um, or whatever. I don't know if a seesaw underway and an eow underway has the same weight and i don't even know if we could talk about this without somebody from combat here so i mean kill me but yeah. i don't know if a first class eow and a first class seesaw holds the same weight i'm not gonna say which one i think holds more but i'm an engineer so you already know that but i don't know if they do the same thing i don't know you know what I'm saying? So yeah. does that, which one outweigh which one? So I'm going to need, and I'm not saying that an EL weighs more, but I'm going to need somebody from combat at that ranking yeah. board to explain to me the weight of a CSAL. You know, because yeah. I know from my interactions with an EL, what an EL, what an EL does. Yeah. You know, when I go and yeah. talk to the EL and I need to tag something or do something like that, and the EL is either telling me I can or I can't based off of what they know. Um, and that's almost every EL across the board. You know what I'm saying? Then I know, man, these CSAL's about to hate me. <laughs> these CSAL's yeah. about to hate hey. me. Then I know if I go to a CSAL, it might be a difference in, and I ain't talking about a, a first a month EL or whatever. Um, it might be a difference between CSAL's, um, how much information I could get if I want to tax them out or if it affect the equipment. I've been to some CSAL's that, like laid it out for me. Then I've been to some CSALs that the moment we started talking, they had to make a phone call. You know, like yeah. oh, hold on, uh, oh, I don't know if we could do this. Let's do not do that. And I understand the protocol and who you need permission, boom, 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 from. But I also understand when I'm dealing with you if you need information. Um, yeah. And again, I would need a CSAL. I'm trying to save myself from these yeah. CSALs. I'm trying. Hey, look, look, look. I'm gonna tell you what killed me with the CSAL, and and I'm not. They gonna bash me. I, we always talk about this all the time. We always talk about the CSAL E I battle all the time. But I but I think the, the thing that killed me with the CSAL thing was not underway. It was the import thing. Uh-huh. Right. That would kill me with it, man. Like you got EDOs and you got CSALs, man. Like for an EDO, man, it's mostly like a senior first class or a chief that's the EDO. Sometimes you get a second class here and there. You know, you you get those guys. But most of the time it's a first class or it's a it's a it's a yeah. chief. Khaki. CSAL's import. It could be a third class, man. Yeah. It could be a CSAL. Yeah. 
right? You could be like, like that. That's the part of it that that killed me. Like I'm like, man, is he freaking third class? And then it's just just the rank structure of it, man. But I'm not I'm not here to say who's better either, be like right? Because I don't know. Be like forty sea styles, yeah. Man. Dudes be yeah, studying man. for yeah. a year to be an EI. You gonna have Years probably like six EIs yeah, on board. Forty. You have like eight EIs on board. Period. Total. Yeah. You know. Um, and then I don't know if the sea styles sea styles get the captain's signature. I don't know if they have a captain's board either. I don't know if that's. That's a thing either, though. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. know between import. Like I said, that's why we. That's yeah. why we would need. We need a seesaw here. Yeah, let's talk about this seesaw. Hey, you know what I mean? I cannot wait. I'm dumb. I'm ignorant. Um, yeah. If you're a seesaw, I'm dumb and ignorant. Like educate me. Um, I need some understanding on that. Underway, it is different. I'm not um, and import, it is weird. Sometimes it is kind of weird. Like you know, what's going on up there? Man? Yeah. Um, and I love CSMC is my second home. I love it. I love going up there. Uh, they talk shit to me. We mess around. I look at their. Uh, Seaside, so them guys love me back. So hey, Seaside, come back, guys. Love you guys. <laughs> I always talk about tag outs. That's what you guys always talk about. Yeah, yeah, tag, tag outs. Stuff. You know, I've tagged out some of their shit by mistake before. So uh, by uh, <laughs> uh, a few occasions and killed some of their equipment because combat got that equipment that if you kill it. It can't just come right back up. Like, it's like, oh, chief, but you know, yeah, you killed it, man. and the batteries died, and it, <laughs> like, like, it's like, damn, you know? <laughs> but, um, like, again, a lot of those guys. Um, but that's, I mean, for, uh, I think for ranking boards, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I just think we gotta figure out a way to scale and, like you said, uh, have some form structure, of precepts man. and structure yeah. because you don't want to be. Like that topic out that like point I brought up earlier about it could be as good as who's there representing you. I mean, I've seen moments where like a chief could be on leave and then another chief gotta represent another chief seller. Yeah, represents your and person. And they yeah. might be gross like grossly like miscalculated or whatever like that. So and then that person is gonna like a lot if that makes it up. Another thing is when commands completely change it. You know, when the chiefs do a ranking board and then the senior chiefs do a ranking board is completely different. Then the master chief might yeah. do their own ranking board, and that's different than XO might rank, and that's different than CO. And yeah. I, that 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 department that wasn't heads, something that happened at my command, but um department heads rank that's complete. Then it's like, yo, like where's the integrity here with the you know with this yeah. ranking board? I, you know, and it, let me let me clarify something also, man. When I say Something like precept or something. I'm not talking about when somebody, the, the the board member come in there and say, hey, these are the things we're looking for. No, I'm talking about something that's in black and white. We come up with on every one of our boards. This is what we are looking right. for. I don't want to get in there and say, hey, we want to see what he, what his qualifications are. We want to see this. And somebody just says that in the beginning of the board. No, that's not really what yeah. I'm getting at because that always happens. I mean, we always talk about you know, board integrity and talk about this and talk about that. No, I'm talking about something that's like Navy or something wide mm. written and say, okay, this is what we are um, looking at doing these boards because these boards matter yeah. to sailors' careers on what we are looking for. If we got everybody in there doing, like if, if I'm on, on, on a DDG and you on a DDG and we doing shit totally freaking different over here to, to make sure our sailors there, this sailor over here could be totally way better DC, yeah. but he getting no different eval because we are ranking him a different yeah. way. And I, I, and I think we need hard you know? line. I, I think we need a hard line with collaterals, in my opinion. Like, I, I don't think that five collaterals outweigh one. I don't think uh, yeah. five collaterals outweigh three. I think you yeah. got your job and yeah. then you got whatever impact you make outside of your job. Yeah. 
Um, and that's the same yeah. way. Now, I have, ne- I have never been in a board, but the same way with school. School is school. Yeah, school is school. You know what I mean? I don't choice. care if you got a bachelor's degree or a right, social yeah. degree. You freaking, you going to school. Yeah. You're doing your school yeah, thing. the person's yeah. choice with degree they, you know, choose to pursue or whatever. Yeah. But you're not going to sit here and outweigh this person collateral. A training team is yeah. a training team. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Yeah. That's what it is to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The training yeah. team is a training team. You're not, oh, this person's on two training teams. This person took the time out to do training team. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the stuff that kind of get me. Do your job to the best of your ability. And then if you're able to do something else, do the other thing. Like collaterals are not the goal. That's, that shouldn't be the measuring stick for any of this. Um, yeah. When you talk about I school, agree, um, right? You talk about school yeah. and you're in school right now. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in school right now, man. But I, I, you know, I just like really. I'm tell you the truth, man. Between us, man. Between us and our audience right here, man. It's my wife got her master's mm. degree, and I feel like I ain't trying to let her outdo me, man. Yeah. So that's my whole yeah. <laughs> that's my whole form of trying to get my master's yeah. degree. Um, but this is the issue right now for the world. None of y'all, you guys, listen to this. I got a problem with TA. Mm-hmm. My problem is simple. It's not a whole lot to talk about, but we know back, I think a couple years ago, they went back and they took, it went from, from um, what it was, having 16, um, uh, I think 16 credits or some mm-hmm. uh, to 12. Yeah. Right. So now I only can take four classes a year. Right. Now I know it's other means. You can use your GI Bill. You can go do grants and all that stuff. No. I don't want to. I want to use the same damn thing. TA was 16. Make it back 16. I think 16 was a good number because if you do one class, you can do them on one class and you could do them the whole entire year. And then it turns over and do it. You know what I'm saying? You could do it again yeah. type stuff. But 12, that's only four classes, man. And um, you'd probably be sitting somewhere. If I wouldn't have started late, a little bit later, I'd probably already have done these four classes and be way knocked over the, the, for it to renew and, and the new physical year. You know what I mean? So I know some people out there doing it like that. And then, I mean, it's other avenues. I'm not talking about the other avenues you can go. I'm talking about TA period, man. Like, why would it, why did it even go down to 12 um, in the beginning? I'm assuming it's a money thing or whatever, but I have a, a big issue um, with the TA going down to 12. Yeah. Um, but that's here, neither here or there. But, yeah, man, school. School is good, man. Like, keep me keep me focused. Keep me in the game. Um you know, of trying to be competitive when I got the Navy. And I know the Navy is coming to an end, you know, one day. So I'm trying to be competitive in the, yeah, in coming, the civilian sector, man. for you real soon, man. I'm, I've been doing some stuff, too, to kind of prepare myself for the civilian life. Uh, me and uh, a friend of mine, uh, Wesley Pinckney, uh, we just started up pizza pizza business, uh, Plank Owner Pizza. Uh, we just, we've been doing some events and, um, you know, Getting some stuff out there with the pizza. Well, I think I think uh, we'll talk to Wes one of these days, and we'll get the whole story on yeah. why we started, oh, yeah. uh, what we plan to do, uh, what some of our incentives are, and stuff like that. But yeah, we've been doing all of that. We I, I'm actually I'm gonna go to Vegas um, soon. Um, Vegas for business. I'm gonna go to the Pizza Expo, and I found out <laughs> I put in leave. I was trying to take like five days, so it's it's Wednesday. It's Tuesday through Thursday. I was trying to take like five days. And I found out I ain't have enough uh, leave. I found out I only had two days of leave. So when I first requested oh, leave, uh, they, I guess the 
it didn't update from NSIPS didn't update from um, the ROM and then my actual 30 days so I'm thinking man NSIPS must have missed some so I still got days yeah and um, then uh, my um, my uh, director hit me up like hey you know you don't have leave like you only got like day and a half so i'm like damn i at least need three so i had to readjust my leave i'm still going to be able to go to the pizza expo but um i was able to you know uh get those three days so now i gotta chill for a minute and let my leave uh stack back up now now, i've heard about uh sellers having to take leave for medical appointments uh somebody was telling me about that and that's crazy man hey all you guys out there again man Hit us up. If somebody at your command made you take lead to go to a, go to an appointment, it has to be. Please tell me it has That's to be crazy. a reason for that. It has to be some crazy reason why you will have to take leave to go to appointment. I and I know it's always two sides to a story, yeah. right? So I know, but I don't see the other side of this story. That's why I want to know because I just do not see a reason or a or a possible anything yeah when it comes to somebody taking leave to go to an appointment yeah now, that's a dirty you telling that's me a dirty that might be that's a yeah. command move that's dirty and nasty that's co- that's a command move most definitely i see it so yeah anything that had you out the office more than an hour till you had to put in leave if your kid or spouse gets sick you have to take leave that's and that's a, a seller. That's a seller, crazy. A seller, what kind of command that. you at that will do that, that is that serious like that, man? Like you telling me a, a hour you taking leave and, and that's in black and white. Yo, that's sick. Well, that is crazy right if there. That's man. your command. We need y'all on the podcast. If that's your command and you're a chief there. You gotta explain that to me. So I don't. So yeah. I don't think you sick. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because like, right now I yeah. think you sick, and I don't care what your job is. Yeah. If you're a chief at that command and you go to chief meetings and the CMC in there, and you ain't bring that up yet that these people got to take leave for appointments or issues like that, you are sick. Um, somebody don't know about this. Yeah, somebody don't sick. know. I don't think the CMC knows about this. Yeah, somebody well, need to bring that up. Chief mess must CMC, not know. I, chief mess don't know my, about um, it. I, I, I'm yeah, convinced the chief, the chief mess yeah, don't know about this. Because uh, I, I just heard, I, I, my, I just heard my CMC say uh, recently that we need to take care of our sellers who got kids. Like we need to make sure that um, yeah. you know if they have something to do and we could support it. We support it, even if that mean on the front end, maybe taking a loss until they uh, figure something out. But making sure that we support what they got to do with their kids. We can't. We don't have time yeah, to man. be telling people that they, yeah, you yeah. got to take leave if you want. Like, that's crazy. Man, bro. you know how many times I didn't say it that, man? Take care of your family. Yeah. Take care of your family, man. I didn't say that so many times, man. I don't care how minor or, or what it is. If your family think it's a big deal, take care but, of your family. And I'm, the same thing happened with my um. With the water issue I had, man, um, I called my my department head up, yeah, and told him we had water, and I supposed to went on a ship that Monday, like a ship that was leaving, and he told me no, take care of the family. Yeah. But you got that old you adage, I mean? you got that old adage that your family don't come in your seat bag. Yeah, yeah, which is which is the wrong attitude to have, man, and I know. I have said that jokingly, but I have said it, and I most definitely have said it jokingly, <laughs> right? Jokingly. Yeah. And I have corrected myself. Yeah. Like, you know, I jokingly, I made sure they yeah, know. Yeah, like, Yo, look, it's man. a joke, too, you know what I mean? That's crazy. But, uh, man. Yeah, that's man. a crazy, that's but a crazy some people statement. do some, yeah, some people do um, 
live by that code though, yeah. man. Like they real they live by that code, but that code will get your ass in trouble too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to watch that shit, man. Yeah. Uh, you got to take care of your sailors, man, because I'm telling you, I don't care how successful you is, you would not get there. Uh, you would not get there by shitting on your sailors, man. You got to take care of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Don't, so yeah, that's don't, crazy yeah, don't, to me, don't man. Don't let that stuff happen. Uh, I can't believe that, man. That's 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 mind boggling, man. That's almost like that's almost like these um what we talked about earlier, man. That's almost like these quotas, man, and the results, man. That kind of that's that kind of mind boggling, right like there, man. Somebody say <laughs> you. If I take my kid to the doctor, I had to go to the medical yeah. appointment, yeah. and I gotta take leave. leave. Yeah, leave, man. That's crazy, leave. man. Yeah. But what about um? Have you ever sold? I mean, what about selling back leave? You ever, you know, know anybody sold? Oh sold? well, you know what? I'm glad you brought in, you. You said that, man. Um, I was listening to um the my Navy HR. They was having a um town. Town, um, town what they call it? Yeah, townhouse town meeting us a town home town oh, town some meeting hall. they have town town yeah, hall meeting yeah town hall meeting <laughs> right and they brought up that question they brought up a question about selling back leave and and um um giving leave away man like giving it to sailors or whatever the case may be uh-huh. I, my personal opinion on that stuff man is like I think it's a good policy in place right now where they sell it back when they people getting out the navy and stuff like that. When you start talking about giving leave to another person, no, I just think it's gonna get too. It's gonna be too crazy yeah. to try to somebody that's try to handle. That's gonna have to. You're gonna to freaking add a whole another sailor to your command and try to deal with all that yeah. crap. Um, now selling it back. Yeah. What's up? I think I think I think that's something that should be looked at. Uh-huh. If a sailor wants to sell his leave, but he also know. He has to sign some paperwork or something saying that I don't have no leave and you won't be taking, you know what I'm saying? Because you're going to have some emergencies. Like everybody do, something's going to happen. If you're selling all your leave back, yeah, I feel like you're putting yourself in danger right there, man. You earn that leave. You earn that title. It's no probably no place in the world going to give you 30 days. You so know you're what I mean? talking or about give you this much at any time? Yeah, anytime. That's one of the questions. And these, on selling and, and leave these, back the, these anytime. people are these the use or lose? I, I'm thinking this might be coming from use or lose people more than. No, no. I'm talking about a straight question. Can we sell back leave anytime? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm get, if I was to use my imagination, I would think that whoever yeah. asked this question probably had use or lose days. And I, I could yeah. be wrong. You know what I'm saying? But I would think whoever yeah. asked the question probably had use or lose days. And you know, yeah. use or lose, you have to take take the leave, and they take might them. be thinking like, "Man, you I can make them. some money." You know what I'm saying? And yeah. if in that case, for instance, like me, I would buy leave right now. I would have bought leave off somebody who had some use or lose days, and they wanted to sell it. No, see, not like that. No, I'm trying to sell it back to the neighbor, not just sell it to somebody else. Oh, I thought that that's what they was talking about, like trading. That, that was another question. Okay. Another, no, another question wasn't selling it to nobody. It was giving it. Yeah. Not necessarily selling it to nobody. Okay. Though. So like just trying but, uh, to sell yeah, your leave they, back for some money. Nah, I mean that's yeah. why they made it use or lose, fam. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why they made it use or lose. And you have to manage that too, though. And I know it's hard to manage sometimes too, especially you on deployment, especially you um uh you got shit to do. Especially for for me, it was hard for me to take leave on on, on sea duty, man. Yeah. Like it was it was hard. Yeah. You know, so. Um, what about? But I know how it is, man. What but, about the sharing of leave, though? Do you think that that could be a thing? Like leave is like this virtual no. currency. I think it's too much. 
I think it's too much to manage. Imagine man. a world, man, a futuristic world where we could just um, leverage different things based off of our leave. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like some futuristic. I remember my boy Lee wanted me to write his eval. You know. Now, if we could rewind and then use our futuristic world of being able to sell leave, and I could go back to the shop that day when I was writing my eval, and Lee was like, come on, man. You write the eval, I do all the PMS. I'd be like, nah, man. How about you sell me like, <laughs> how about you sell me like five of your leaves days, though? I'll take care of it. And we oh, got like yeah. a watch or an oh, app. Yeah. You could just slide your leave Boy. over to somebody else. Man, oh, yo, man. that might be a better place. Hey. If we could sell, if we could hey. sell use the lose days, it might be a better place, man. Man, you know what, man? I never looked at it like that. Now I'm looking at it different now. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you're that. right. You can you can, you can get a whole lot of shit done, yeah, man. Like, hey, imagine. Like, look. All right, look. Duty swaps? Duty swaps? Duty swaps. Hey, can you take my hey, Saturday man, duty? I got a day. Got two yeah, days. Give me two days, <laughs> give me two days of your leave. I'll take your Saturday duty. Oh, man. The whole world for the change, man. Yo, that, that, that's a game. You, that's if a we can swap leave, that's a oh, game changer man. in the Navy, man. Imagine that. Yeah, man, that is. That's that crazy. Is game changer. That's big right there. Man, I never thought of it like that, man. Yeah. That is like freaking huge that's right there. That's sick, man. Like, you Good know, some of these, long, some of these dudes want to go to the command right when they leave uh, the last command. Some of these dudes ready to go. They don't want the 30. Like, you know, we want it. We mm -hmm. talked about it. We want our 30. But some of these dudes ready to go. I, I mean, for me, like yeah. day 23, I probably was like, yo, I could go in a day. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, no, nah, I'm going to hit the whole 30. Now I regret it. But, man, imagine yeah. if you could sell your 30 on a quick, like a quick on your boop, boop. Now you got my 30. Done. What? That's my that's my thirty, and I can do what I want to yeah, do with that, my thirty. That, that changes the power structure of the military, right? Oh now, yeah, man. man. The dude, that changes the dude lot, with the man. most leave might be that guy, man. Like at the tip yeah, top, man. <laughs> tip top. Think about this though, man. You trying to take fourteen days of leave, but you ain't got but eight. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. What what, what you need me to Yo, do? Yo, imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine that work day. Imagine that work day though. Like the person you ever had something else on your mind at work, and now like on your mind is you need what six more leave days, um, uh -huh. and, and, and you know who got them? It's like this ET two, or whatever you DC whoever. It's like this ET two you got to get to sometimes. Everybody try to talk to you. Hey, hey, uh, leggings, leggings. You like man? I need to find Wilson, man. I need to go talk to ET two, man. Hold on. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. going to figure out yeah. this guy that got the hey, bro? I heard you got like six days. <laughs> mm. What you gonna do for me? That it's gonna be it, it'll yeah. get crazy too though. It'll be some fights. It'll yeah. be some crazy, you know. Oh yeah. Hey man, he didn't give me them days. He didn't give me them days. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be it'll be some, some uh -oh. DRBs. Yeah. Are you gave oh, somebody yeah. your days, oh, yeah. but they ain't, you know, do what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, it'll be yeah. that'll be a whole yeah. nother uh whole, group of oh, yeah. instructions. Yep. Most definitely. That'd be something we'll probably say you can't do it on our shit. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it over here, that's man. That ain't crazy, happening. man. So sign page thirteen if you do it. Some yeah, shit. that's crazy. Yeah, be crazy, man. So yeah, I know man. I plan on like we I know we want to talk to a detailer and I've been talking to a, a detailer. Um but I I, I I don't know if the detailers have fully um recovered from COVID yet. <laughs> yeah and what i mean by recover from covid is i don't know if they are back in the office yet man because yeah. a lot of people still having issues with with with, with, with detailers well this is i tell you what the issues 
that are happening is like crazy to me, man. Detail us. Listen up, man. Listen up, detail us. How are we expecting these guys to transfer with a month left? Right? I know it's things out there that you can sign and you can do to do household goods and do your movement. But guess what, man? People got families, man. People got families. They trying to do different things. We're we're saying this person need to transfer in July. And he's gonna get his orders in June. Yeah. Come on, man. That's un. That's crazy talk, man. I don't care about the fact. And then they may have a schooling route. Yeah. At the same time, and we're now asking sailors to go to school first, then come back to their command, then transfer. What type of crap is that, man? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So let's. Let's 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 not do that. Let's 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 set these sailors up for success. And and and, and details. I know it's not you. You know, it's more it's people that's higher than you. It's people that's there. But you know, you are the detail. At the end of the day, you the one that's sending those orders, sending those orders out, though, right? So I know it's more man. I know it's Manning got something to do with it and other people in the office it's a money side of it it's everything i know that but we got to put something in place um to help these sailors more and i know we're doing things like let them sign something from the from the command so they can start their household good moving but that can't be the all be all yeah. we need to get back on track man this covid thing is, is this stuff is is going this stuff is like moving and we, we you guys need to move too you think you, you know what i mean get, i got a question about detailers you think that the Navy need more detailers. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, you know what? I think you do need more detailers, man. You think about that for a yeah. second. I never thought about that either, man. But think about that for a second. One detailer is in charge of E7 and E9. You know how many E7 and E9 in that rate yeah. in that rate could be? That could be a lot of people. And they have to manage. And again, I've never been a detailer before. You may have help in there. I just don't know. Yeah. You may have help in there. We don't know. So details, you know, talk to us. You guys may have somebody yeah. in there. But I would, I would if love you don't, to know, how, like, the inner workings of that. You know, yeah. We might have to find yeah. we might have Because to find I like to know to that, too. Because to. um, it's a lot. I think it would be a lot on one detailer. And that mean, and mostly every time that you want to be able to effectively affect a person or a group of people, you do a smaller group, right? When we really wanted to do the whole um, – inclusion and when we talk about diversity we talk about uh stuff like that we want to get a smaller group when we do focus groups we want to talk to a smaller group when teachers want to have more interactive impact with students they want to get to a smaller group um and i just believe a detailer with a lot like less touch points would probably have a better now they would have to be on the same page with which probably would would make a whole nother uh, disaster um and not bad to detailers but just having to have more than one detailer and they all got to communicate about where they send people and stuff like that um that would have to get figured out but i just think that like if i'm a detailer and i got 700 people talking to me about jobs or if i at the time got 90 to 100 people talking to me about uh jobs i'm not gonna have a personal touch to any of that you know it ain't gonna be much it's gonna be like a surgeon who who's who watch people die every night you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different yeah. approach to that sometimes. Um, yeah. And everybody got their personal issues that they, and we talked about it before, but everybody got their personal issues that they trying to talk to the detailer about. Like, I got this going on with this going on. And, yo, if I'm the de- if you're the detailer and all you get and you get 35 emails with personal issues, 
I would think naturally the first thing you're going to take out is the personal part. And then you're going to read yeah. whatever it is, the professional or the career choice that's happening. And then you're going to weigh those versus the personal parts. How many detailers heard that somebody wife can't move because they in yeah. school or something like that? Like how many detailers have heard that? You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, your, your relationship could be on it like the breaking point. And you trying to explain that to a detailer. That detailer don't don't no necessarily care. Given. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do. I definitely want uh, to talk to a detailer because I think it's unfair yeah. to talk about it if we don't. Because uh, we got to shoot them some bell as well, right? Yeah. I tell you what, details. First off, man, you know, I might have said some some crazy stuff right there, man. But I'm, I love you guys, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I may have to transfer again, man. Yeah. I love you guys. But at the same time, man, answer your damn phone, too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Guys, can, can we get enough people in the office so you guys can answer the phone sometime and talk to some sailors, man? Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, I, email emails may be a little, you know, timely getting back or whatever. You guys normally get back, but, man. Yeah, details don't call. Don't answer that phone yeah. too much, I man. I don't want to mm. cape for him too much. You know, I sound. I probably sounded like I was caping for him too, but I don't want to cape for them. Yeah. But like, like it's a lot of people that need that help. You know, that that one on one help yeah. or whatever like yeah, that. Most definitely. Um, and then real quick, I want to real quick touch on. I think we might have to dedicate a whole episode to this next topic. But I want to real quick get yeah. some initial thoughts because it's been worried about adding a new core value um, and yeah. that core value being respect. And this would be the first time since 1992 that we messed with the core values. I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk for a second um, on my on my thing, what I think um, about it. And then we'll you know, uh, I want to see yeah. what you guys say about it. But for me, yeah, um, you know. Unencouraged commitment, it flows right. Like we've been saying it for a while. Um, I, we could always add more, add more things, right? But then we would yep. be. I, I, I would like to think our core values already encompass. So first thing I'm gonna say is I'm not mad at adding respect. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at that. Um, but I, I feel like it's in the honor part. But I mean that's me. But I, I feel like we should all. Everything else should be understood, like inclusion. Everything else already should be understood. Um, we could get to that point where we starting to add way too much stuff. You know what I'm saying? We get to that point where we could be like iron courage, commitment, respect, uh, uh, duty, devotion, like where we just adding things to to encompass it. I feel like we already encompass. So, again, I'm not mad at adding respect. Um, I'm not against it. I actually like it. I'm not saying I don't like change. But I'm saying that I don't want us to get to a point where we feel like and I feel like this with everything. Um, uh, I, I don't want to get to a point where we just got 16 words as our core values because we feel like we yeah. have to keep adding a new word to represent us. If we wasn't already showing respect to each other, then we were doing something wrong. Um, and based off of I know we got a lot of issues in America. I know we've had issues and I know we've had some of these issues in the service um fortunately for me i haven't experienced some of these issues outright i don't know what happened behind closed doors or covertly but overtly i haven't experienced many of the issues that some people have had the misfortune to experience 
And uh, I hold them and their experiences very dear to my heart. But I believe if we're doing it right, we are showing each other respect at all times. So that's why I'm not mad about the inclusion, but I also don't know if it's 100% necessary. Yeah, that's my take on it either. I, I think I think when the whole, the whole respect thing, I think if we are holding people to our core values, you're gonna get respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's what the that's what we are lacking at more and more each day when it comes to what we do is holding our standards, holding everyone accountable for what we already have in place. Yeah. Respect respect is a big deal, man. You have to have it in order to lead. You got to have it in order to do anything. You have to respect each other, yeah. man. You have to respect each other. So most definitely, it's, a, it's one of the biggest things, one of the biggest topics, the biggest things we want to talk about. But um, I, I think I, I that... I be feeling like it's an admission ahead. of guilt. <laughs> like, sometimes when we do, sh when we do yeah. shit like this, like, oh, yeah, let's add respect. Like, man, we've been, like, we been having respect. So I be feeling like it's an admission yeah. of guilt. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's been years yeah. we ain't been respecting each other. I, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. But, but sometimes, though, in, in this case... Sometimes things need to be spelled out. Yeah, yeah, and, and I understand that. I understand that. And now, now that's the thing. Sometimes having it on there, added to it on there. Now people see yeah, it. Yeah, you see and it. And now they kind of can understand a little bit more. And that's sometimes it has to be like that, man. Yeah. Like believe it or not. Yeah, you see it. We know people supposed like. Yeah, we know for a fact people supposed to respect each other. Yeah, that's we know that, right? But if it ain't in black and white and no one looking at it. It can be, you know, it's a little different. Yeah, it's not implied. So, it's it's right here. It's yeah. in your face. It's like when you got goals and you write them down. Now we're going to say respect yep. as much as we can, and we're going to drill this into each other's head. So, yeah, like I said, I, I'm not mad at it. I like it. Um, I just don't want us to – the next uh, issue we have with either diversity or whatever um, for us to keep, you know, adding different names. And I'm a big fan of Task Force 1. I like what they're doing. Um, we need to talk about them. Uh, one of our uh, next episodes a lot. Yeah, um, we yeah, need to talk about definitely. Task Force One and everything they're doing. I see the Navy also moving toward a lot of uh, apps and tech and stuff like that. So I'm a big fan of all of that stuff. And it seems like the tech is getting better. Um, I don't know too much about Flink Speed yet, though. I know a lot of people are having problems with. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Speaking too. of tech and apps, I just uh, finished a book. Um, I read a book called Twenty Thirty Four. I want to shout out uh, a, a senior chief uh, uh, OS actually who who told me about it. Uh, Dirk Dirk actually told me about it. Um, yeah, he told me about it too. I just haven't yeah, read I it yet. You, I figured you wasn't <laughs> gonna read it, man. <laughs> but yeah, so he told me about it. I got the audio book version, right? And the the crazy dope thing about the audio book version is that they talk to the author after, right? Um, Admiral. Uh, stuff read us or something he's wrote a, i don't know his name i'm not familiar with him but he's 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 written a lot of books um non non-fiction yeah. books about the navy but 20 hey man get the, if you don't have if you did if you already bought the paperback book which i know you didn't um you, you probably downloaded the audio book but i know you ain't do that yet either but download the audio book right download the audio book when you get a chance bro and yeah and check it out man it's a dope 2034 book it's yeah. scary as hell. It's probably the scariest thing that 
I've experienced this year, um, as far as like movies, books, or whatever. I I I, I normally read nonfiction, so this uh, 2034 is fiction. So the book is called 2034: A Novel of the Next World War by Elliot Ackerman and Admiral James Stavridis. However, you say that name, bruh. Yeah. It's about us going to war with China. It's a multi-person, uh, multi-geographic book it's crazy as hell super scary bro like we lose cities like it's so much stuff that happened in this book but it's all built around it all starts with technology the book is built around people which is great it's like uh, like five characters or something that the book kind of revolves around really good it's different yeah another thing i like about it is as an audiobook it's different voice actors for different characters so i think that's dope because you can actually separate the characters i'm telling you man this probably gonna be some of the most entertaining shit that you experience really? yeah as a as a, and it's an audiobook like i'm comparing it to tv shows and movies <laughs> when i first turned it on this for everybody that if you're an engineer and you don't understand that kind of combat systems uh talk the first like two to three uh minutes you might be like, yo, what the hell? Like, I don't understand this, man. What's going on? Because they talking at, you know, we always talk about that navigation. Yeah. talk. Well, yeah. I don't know all that stuff. But after it gets into it, like at, like after like the first chapter, it's you start asking questions. And then things start happening, man. And it happens fast. I mean, like, they, they coming at us hard. But I was scared through like the first three quarters of this book. Like, yo, this shit. And all of it seems like, some of it's like, seem like it could be pretty far-fetched but when you think about tech and how tech tech works it could happen very fast and so after you finish the book what i can talk a little bit more about is the admiral's interview that's why i think the audiobook is dope because after the audiobook yeah. they actually interviewed this uh retired admiral who uh who, who who wrote it and um he's talking about um just tech and how he believes that we should probably have a tech force the same way we got a space force, an air force, a Navy. He believe at this point we should have a tech force, whether that be like 15,000 people or 50,000 people or something, we should probably have a, a force that's dedicated to tech and we should have sanctions the same way we got like sanctions with like nuclear and stuff like that. We should probably have some cyber sanctions. He actually said we should have a cyber force and he believed we should have some right now is no real. He says it's, it's like no real, like terms of agreement when it comes to cyber warfare. And I think right yeah. now it's a whole lot of cyber uh, shit going on. Man, if you if you told me that right there, I probably wouldn't believe it, man. I probably think it is some type of force, some something out there we doing. ITs? But uh, what well, ITs and yeah. CTs or something? ITs <laughs> like, and, but, yeah, I don't CTs, know, but yeah, man, his yeah. thing is like uh, we should have a whole force with their whole operating yeah. is only about cyber. Um and that was a good I, I feel like that was a good take. And that's where it starts. Um, this book starts with cyber, but then it gets quick to like us losing ships, bro, like carriers. Like I don't want to get too deep into it, but we losing carriers yeah. in ten minutes. Like a ten, like carriers sinking in ten minutes time, wiped off the three thousand sailors, wiped off the the earth. All of that. It's cr it's a crazy book. Us in China, man. It's I'm telling you, man, and you're mm -hmm. gonna keep listening as an American because you're gonna be like, yo, when do we start winning this shit? Like. What's going yeah. on? And then at the end of it, it's like, did we even win? You know, um, that's why you want to like, and that ain't even, I, I'm not saying if we won or not, but at the end of it, it's like, who won? And and it's a quote in it be like, yeah. no battle is, is, is ever won or lost. They just like experienced or whatever like that. And this book is a pure indication of that. Um, 
you gotta read it, man. Get the audio book. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a keeper. It's definitely a really yeah. good book. I'll give it five stars, man. Very exciting. It actually made me want to get some more nonfiction. Yeah, that's good stuff, yeah, man. man. That's good stuff. Um, well, I guess, you know, that your famous book, man, leave us leave us to one more thing, man. Yeah. And that's the famous movie, man. Like yeah. our movie yeah, prediction. Yeah. Man, we had a we put a, we picked a good movie, guys. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you it was a good movie we picked. Um American Sniper, man. Yeah. American Sniper. So um it was a, you know, Clint Eastwood movie. Clint. Oh, you know, Clint. old Clint, man. You know what? Clint in his old ways, man, be putting out. He put out. But this Clint. is his, you know, this is still today his highest gross movie, man. Yeah, yeah, this is a big Highest thing. gross movie. He made some good movies, but this movie right here is one of his, is his highest And they made it like movie, a think, year. Five. They made it like a year after Chris Kyle passed. Clint Eastwood yeah. been, been doing that a lot, too, like grabbing the most current event and making a movie yeah. based off of it. Yeah. Most definitely, man. But it's it's a good movie, man. I know uh, you're going to have a different take on it than I have on the movie. But this is what I'm going to say about the movie, man. This movie touches everything mm-hmm. on, what's, on what, at that time, people was going through, right? The PTSD side of it, you know, the family side of it. Um, then the movie itself, you know, um, being in the military and, and all that type of stuff, man. So I'm going to tell you right now, man, I, when I rank this movie up there, man, I rank it up there high in the, in the, in the war movies mm-hmm. that we look at and talk about wars and things like that. I rank this movie way up there, man. Um, I really never put a movie as a, as a, as a five, but it's most definitely a, a four or a little bit higher on, on my scale when it comes to this movie, man. Because I feel like it's a touching movie that everybody can sit down and watch. Because I know right now if I was talking to my wife and say, oh, we're going to go watch this war movie, blah, blah, blah. she will probably be like, man, I don't want to watch no movie about no war. But this movie, it touches way more uh, than just than just that, though. And just, you know, shooting people and, and people dying and stuff is way more to the movie than that. Yeah. So that that's my take on, on on the movie, man. It was a real good movie, man. I know probably everybody listening probably done watched it already too. Yeah. It's a really so good I, movie. I saw American Sniper before. I saw it when it first came out. Um and then I watched it again. I watched it again last night. I watched it with my wife while she was doing her homework. And while she was doing her homework, man, I can't ignore that San Fran uh, mug, man. But, uh, <laughs> but when she was doing her homework, uh, she looked up like quite a few. She damn near watched the whole movie, so I know it caught her attention. She had never uh, watched it before. Um, it's really good. It's excellent, man. Amazing movie. Um, um, and we, you know, of course, uh, directed by Clint Eastwood. Um, yep. Clint Eastwood is a, a good director. I mean, like. He's one of yeah. the best directors of, of our time. And that wasn't even his primary thing. Uh, you know, being, I don't want to go too deep into Clint Eastwood, but Clint Eastwood is a really good director. And uh, he's uh, at this point sprouted some seeds in Hollywood. And he got a bunch of uh, people that has worked, that have worked with him that went on and to make, to make good movies and stuff like that. But uh, uh, it was based off a true story. First off, right. It was based off uh, Chris Cow. Over over 160 confirmed kills, um, and uh, a Navy SEAL sniper, and uh, he pretty much joined the Navy just to do something for his country, uh, and yeah. he 
activated pretty much right after he got married when uh, September 11th happened. So September 11th happened, <laughs> they, he got married, and then they was hyped. They was ready to go. They got the orders. They was ready to go. And I think the think about that for a second, man. Let me let me uh-huh. one, one thing. Think about that for a second. How many? I wonder how many people joined the Navy after September 11th. You know what I mean? I never thought about those numbers, man. But people was like back in that time when that happened, man. People was ready yeah. to to defend their country, man. Like what's yeah, up? Yeah, they were ready. They to was go. really ready to defend their yeah, country. They were ready yeah. to go. So in, in Chris Kyle's case, he was in. He had finished school, became a cell. He met his wife, and then them dude were watching TV. The towers got hit, yeah. and then they found out shortly right after their ceremony, well during their wedding ceremony, that that he had to go over. Um, then I think he volunteered for like two to three other tours over there. Cause he did like four tours. Yeah. Um, he did four tours and it was tearing his family apart. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All of the action, all of the stories, he's a legend. They called him the legend. Uh, everything that happened was, you know, crazy. Um, it's built around a few things. It's built around the family aspect. Um, it's built around the action and the things that happened while he was over. And it's also another sub plot here is, this other sniper, yeah. Mustafa, or whoever his name is, going to war with him to try to uh, kill him or whatever. So he's like number one on Mustafa's list. Yeah. But um, really good story, uh, really good uh, movie. And, I mean, you can't really ask for a better performance from Bradley Cooper. Uh, I think Sienna Miller uh, played his wife. Um, real good. Uh, I was joking with my wife. I'm like, damn, every time he come home, it's like a major difference in a family, like another baby's being born or something like that. And his wife is going crazy. But all in all, uh, real good. I give it five stars. Uh, we need we need more movies like this in this time. Um, it's been a while since we had a movie like this. But um, yeah, American Sniper. And I think that about concludes our podcast today. Uh, thank you for listening to Permission to Speak Freely. And we can't wait to see you, hear from you. Remember to shoot us an email, uh, talk to us on Instagram, hit us up in all the comments and just, you know, keep in touch with us. For sure.